Manny? Hello. Sorry. Hello. Oh, that's a new jacket. Hmm? That's a new jacket. What's that one? What what do the what do the kids call that? Tommy Hilfiger? <laughs> Is that not it? That was a that was an earnest like um attempt at guessing. What are they? Ricardo from Adventure Time? That's what I call it. <laughs> uh, these kids these days as if you're like old. We discussed this. I'm a boomer, Manny. I watch Old anime. I watch good movies from the eighties when movies were good and anime was good. All right, um, we got a lot to talk about. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from up on Poppy Hill, Pom Poco, and Parasite, the big three. These. Oh, these. I would. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that either. <laughs> dude they're they are um i have a lot to say about every single one so i'm very okay. excited i'm very excited for this conversation and, so that means um, you, you get to pick what we talk about first you sure um okay let's see i would like to talk about from up on poppy hill first that's the first one i want to talk about well actually Hmm. Either from up on fuck, I don't know. I feel like we could go in whatever order, you know? I feel like I I have enough to say about each one to like where the order wouldn't matter. I guess we can start with from up on Poppy Hill. Alright. Yeah, we can start with that one. But I also watched um I watched other things. I finished part three of JoJo. Uh and I just started part four. I'm not going to talk about it, though. We will talk about it next time. And, uh, yeah, so that was that was a very positive experience. Um, I love JoJo. And then, uh, what else? I watched something else. Fuck. Did I watch another anime-related? Oh, Cowboy Bebop live action. I watched the first two episodes. Um, okay. And... I've decided I don't want to watch the rest of it. So next episode, we if you want to watch it, I we we can talk about it like like if you watch it. Um but I I'm not gonna watch it beyond how far I got. And we don't have to watch the Cowboy Bebop movie for next episode either because I'm kind of beat bopped out <laughs> if, that, if you mean so i'm 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 also ready to like you know plow through these ghibli joints uh if we want to keep doing that um yeah. i like that yeah so we can we can skip out that's, why, that's why that's why i hit you up and i was like yo let's watch Pompoko poco while we're here yeah because we we had a lot and next episode instead of cowboy bebop we might spend like a whole segment on like jojo so it would be better Instead of live action and Cowboy Bebop the movie, we do two Studio Ghibli joints and then JoJo. And then after that, uh, we'll probably do JoJo again because part six will come out. Or at least the first half. I don't fucking know. But yeah. And um, some very coincidental news. Uh, I saw a trending on Twitter that like Miyazaki 
is making another movie and he like announced that he's... did you see that no yeah which is really weird because he already announced that he's making another movie so like now he's doing two but all the articles didn't really address that and like the interview didn't really address that like he already said that he was working on another movie so either he lost interest in that old movie and he's doing this one or he's doing both i don't know but he's old as fuck now so he might not even finish them uh who knows yeah um so. that's exciting it is exciting i hope that i hope that he actually finishes them i hope it uh goes somewhere he said that he works a lot slower now because of how old he is so i don't know if i don't know if he's actually going to finish them or not i'm really interested to see where it goes um yeah so there's that and oh i watched the first half of arcane um the first half of the first episode and i also i'm not going to watch that either <laughs> um so yeah if you want to watch it i'll watch it but i uh, don't know if you'll want to watch it so that's everything that's all the anime i got all right you ready always all right from up on poppy hill um i fucking hated this movie yeah. i hated this movie yeah i did not like it at all first movie that we watched from goro miyazaki and this is the one that people like he has three here we the witch tales from earthsea and this one people don't like tales from earthsea People don't like Earwig and the Witch. But people like this one. I understand why people like this one. But I don't like this one. Um, but I was liking it for the first 30 minutes. The first, like, the the first, like, chunk of this movie is awesome. I love the beginning of this movie. It is, the music is so good. The story is basic. And it's like, just you can tell it's just going to be like a love story. But they do it well. And the soundtrack is so different and so unlike anything else you've seen from like other Miyazaki movies. It's so bubbly and fun. And I love the costumes that the kids wear. I love like, you know, the uniforms that they wear. I feel like you never see that. I think the setting's really cool. I love like the opening sequence where the girl's doing like the morning routine of like making breakfast for the family. And then um it goes into like this love story route and then uh it has a twist of the dude being the brother of the girl and i was like oh okay that's interesting and then they do nothing for 30 <laughs> minutes <laughs> and then by the end of it you're thinking like okay where is this is this gonna go anywhere and she's like i love you and it's like all right the movie's over it's like you could end it right there and then they doubled back and they did a fucking vinland saga and they decided nah because we don't want to endorse incest how can we sell this at best buy if we do that so they doubled back and then they made the dude not her brother and it's like they can fuck now it's okay and that that's the cliff notes version i I can explain it in much more detail on why I uh, don't like that. Um, and I reference Finland Saga because 
this is not a ride your wave. It's a villain saga. It's and I I did not I don't like when people I think it's different than Vinland Saga, honestly, now that I think about it. This is this is something that doesn't have... The reason why I hate this movie is because it doesn't really have anything to say, I feel. I feel like... What, I mean, what did you think about the movie? Tell, tell me your thoughts. Yeah, let me give my general thoughts. One, yeah. I, I like the vibe of the movie. Me too, me too. I did, I, I did like the art style, and even yes. though it wasn't exciting or anything like that, or my provoking. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't get bored watching. Like throughout the like, it's yeah. a short movie. So I didn't get burnt out. It was a well-paced movie. And even throughout the, only throughout the ending, like I, I didn't take my eyes off. So I guess yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, I was transfixed to the screen, like because of its execution in the first half, and then I was transfixed to the screen in frustration for like the whole second half i was like so mad i was like oh like oh you ruined it you soiled it um uh yeah well uh, like yeah i like the vibe i like how it looks yeah it looks great i love the house like the the house of the um like the club the clubhouse and i love them cleaning it and stuff the vibe is great the, the, like, the city looks awesome i also like the Like, oh, I just like I like the way the movie looks. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, and it I is, think the the soundtrack like, is great too. It's like a you know, all Jimmy films look good, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this one, but this I, one I, looks I really good like in a different way. I feel like I don't know. No film, none of their movies try to do like this kind of setting and like that kind of house, you know. So I think it is pretty unique, uh, despite being like. You know, Ghibli movies always look good. It it's a different kind of good to me. Yeah. Um. When when they when you find out that they're brothers or related. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, and you mm -hmm. know me, I like, I like predicting things. Right. That oh, that that caught me off guard. It did caught it did catch me off guard as well. Um. This will be. A I, I I did have a feeling they were gonna double back though. Yeah, I knew. That. I knew. I was thinking about. It, I was like, that was, the whole time I was watching, I was like, they're not gonna pull off this incest thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not possible. Right. So I was like, we're gonna double back. And I was like, I'm uh, the whole time watching like the second half of the movie. I'm just, I'm just, I'm so transfixed on how they're gonna execute this double right. back. And and in my opinion, they could have done the double back if they executed it well. The reason why the double back doesn't work is because they they do the story in a way where it's like it doesn't matter that we're brother and sister, but like low key they know that the audience can't accept that, so they're like, all right, well we'll double back because we know that a lot of people aren't going to be okay with that, and it's like you pussied out, you you pussied out because you didn't believe it, you didn't believe the message that your story was building to, so are you still there? Yeah. Okay. You didn't believe the message that your story was building to. So you decided not to commit to that. And the reason why I hate this movie is because it doesn't have anything to say. It doesn't want to say what it's trying to say. It it doesn't know what it wants to say. 
it doesn't know if it wants to say that love overpowers like these you know social norms which i think is i think this concept is awesome i would i love this idea but this is a ghibli movie that i can buy at best buy i know that they're not going to do that i know that they're not going to commit to that in a fucking like movie that's like pg so i'm like all right you're going to do the double back like don't try and pretend like you're not and they pretend like they're not for 30 minutes and I'm getting mad because I'm like, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. And then they don't fucking do it. And this is a very difficult to explain because it's it's a very touchy subject, like yeah. incest and stuff. And I, 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 I basically explain my general thoughts, but I'm going to try my best to explain it in the best way way that I can and why this is like bad. Basically the 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 main point that I'm making is that Goro Miyazaki did not have a deep thoughtful message that he wanted to convey with this movie. Even if it was a basic one, even if it was like a, a surface level like love overpowers everything, he didn't even say that. He didn't even say that. That's what the movie was building to. That's what the movie was going to be, and that's basic and that's cliché. And some people might find it boring, but it could have worked. And he, it literally didn't even work because he succumbed to, to societal norms in his own movie that was about to challenge those norms. He was trying to make a movie that was like, like, yo, if you found out that the person you loved was your, was your brother or sister... Like, would you, would you decide like, oh, I'm not going to be with this person because of blah, 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 blah. He didn't even, he didn't, he, the movie was building to the answer being like, yes, I would do that because, you know, I'm, my feelings are not invalid regardless of the fact that he's related to me. And then it doubled back because it's too scared to say that. That's why they did that. There's not, this isn't, I'm not misinterpreting this. This is not one of those things where it's like, we're too stupid. That's what he did. He's too scared to say that. And it's like, Miyazaki is, Miyazaki says, just imagine like a movie like Weathering With You. I know that this is not the sa exactly the same, but Weathering With You has a crazy ending, you know? Like, oh, I love the girl and I'm going to let Tokyo like get fucked up because I love the girl. It's like, you know, that's daring. That's like, that's a bold statement to make. And this movie was building to that weathering with you-esque ending where it's like, oh shit, like it doesn't matter. And maybe some people would disagree with it. Maybe some people like wouldn't like that, but that would force them to think about it themselves. You know, that's the whole point of movie. It's about, it's it, art, it, movies are art. And art is a form of expression. And he doesn't have anything to express because he he he's not thoughtful like his dad. I, I, and I don't want to be mean, but like he he doesn't have things to say. He didn't say anything with this movie. It just shows um it it just like screams disingenuous. That's what this movie screams. And it fucking it makes me mad. Like I, I, I can't. 
this isn't like a Arietti. This is not Arietti is like a poorly executed movie and it's boring. But I understand what Arietti's trying to do. This movie is conceptually fucking stupid. It's dumb. And for those 30 minutes, he doesn't address like, you know, when when the movie says, oh, my God, I'm your brother. And like, we're in love. You know, they never talk about it. He just kind of comes to this conclusion where he's like, ah, uh, and they do that for 30 minutes. bro. It's like, it's like, bro, talk about it. There's a conversation to be had. But in real life, Manny, remember when I was talking about Beastars and I was like, oh, Beastars tackles this kind of topic and and this kind of thing when it comes to identity and like, you know, being in a body that you don't want to be in. It has conversations that people in real life are too afraid to have. That's what art does. That's what Vinland Saga does. And I, I don't even like Vinland Saga, but I appreciate that aspect of Vinland Saga. That's what Vinland Saga does. And this show isn't even Vinland Saga. It's, it's. It doesn't, it doesn't have anything to say. It's yeah. not trying to say anything. It's, it's, it's lying to you. It's pretending. And, and that makes me mad. It makes me mad that resources, like Studio Ghibli, you know, they work hard, bro. The people animated this movie worked hard. For what? For fucking yeah. what, man? You know? You didn't say anything. And it's not... I, I want to make it clear, like, it's not because I disagree with the message of the movie. If the movie said, like, yo, we're brother and sister and we can't be in love, like, that's okay. Like, I don't... I If I was making the movie, I wouldn't have that ending. But if that's the ending that they wanted to have and they committed to that, I'd be okay with that. Because that's something. You're telling me something, even if I don't agree with it, Right. You know, in the same way that you might not agree with the ending of Weathering With You, but it's telling you something, and it's profound, and it's thoughtful, and it's genuine. This movie's not genuine. This movie's not sincere. It's a farce. It's a facade. It's it's a it's a it's an essay that you turned into a teacher uh, last minute. That's what this movie is. It's like you you looked it up on on Sparknotes. You know that that's what this movie is. You Sparknotes. Yeah, he um. He came up with the idea. He didn't come up with the message. When Miyazaki makes a movie, he comes up with the message, and then he comes up with the story. Goro Miyazaki did not do that. He he doesn't understand movies. He doesn't understand the point of movies. And it's embarrassing that he's like standing next to like his father at the same studio making like movies. Like, bro, how? How dare you? How dare you sully this man's name? Remember, you remember like Dragon Ball Evolution when that came out? And then Akira Toriyama was like, I don't know how true this is, but like there is a quote floating around in the ether. Like I made Battle of Gods because Dragon Ball Evolution was so bad. And I didn't want that to be the last thing Dragon Ball related to come out. Like, I believe he said that at one point. And I feel like Miyazaki is coming back because he's like, yo, Earwig and the Witch, bro. Yo, like, yo. <laughs> yeah. It's... I'm really, I'm interested to watch that movie. Yeah, I, I need to watch it now. I, I need to see if it's yeah. worse than this. Like, I need to, I, I need I really to know. I need to watch it as a artsy tour. I need to watch it. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Because I, I, I'm so interested in Goro Miyazaki and like how... 
how he can do this. How the fuck did you do this? Like, how do you do this three times? Like, oh, how did nobody tell him, like, yo, you gotta chill, bro. You gotta chill with these. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine. And, you know, once again, this movie frustrates me because a lot of people like this movie. And they like it because... Uh, I don't... I don't think a lot of people are thoughtful in that sense. I don't think a lot of people... I don't want to be mean, but I'm just being blunt. It's like... It's the same reason why people liked Ghost in the Shell live action. They, like, don't understand what makes movies movies and what is so important about, like, having a message and having something to say and, like... I feel like people who like this movie don't understand that this movie doesn't say shit and they're watching it like very passively. I think they see it like I think I think they get the message of um yeah we're related but I love you right but I think when she said I love you to him I feel like the casual viewer was like wow like like that was incredible right <laughs> but it was it was but like it wasn't when yeah and then, you know, double backs, but they still hold on to that. Wow. That's what the movie was about, even though, like, it went back in its... I like, feel its like the work. average viewer, at least in America, I feel like the average viewer would be on edge the entire movie. I feel like the average viewer would be hoping that they're not brother and sister because yeah. I feel like a lot of people are just hardwired because of the social norms that they've been grown up around to not endorse that under any circumstances, no matter what. And I, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't really want to get into this, but I feel like we'd have to, in order to really discuss this movie. I feel like when I think about people that I've liked in the past, or like if I had like someone that I loved and I met them outside of the context of knowing that they were related to me. And then I find out after the fact that they're related to me, but I've been in love with them and they love me and we know that we like each other. I'm gonna die one day. I don't have, I don't want to live my life succumbing to societal norms because I'm scared of what people will think about me. I am going to at least attempt to make it work with that person or at least, at least, talk about it and they don't even do that in this movie they don't yeah, even talk they, about they it they missed that discussion exactly we needed that discussion they missed that discussion because they thought that the, the discussion wasn't necessary because they think the Goro Miyazaki in his own head he is someone who succumbs to societal norms he himself is like oh yeah you obviously can't fuck your brother like ugh. like it's like what like think 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 Talk to your fucking dad for two goddamn seconds, man. Where, where's wow. the human being in you, bro? How do you how do you make the first thirty minutes of this movie where you have this genuinely heartfelt love story, and how do you push that aside and say no, no, they can't fuck. They're brother and sister. What? Ew. Fuck that. It's like, well, it's over. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean, man? What are you talking about? Love is love is so much more powerful than that. You can't just throw it out the window. And even if the conclusion that you come to is like, yeah, it would be too weird. That's a conclusion that you could easily come to. And that could have been the ending of the movie. T 
talk about it, please. Talk about it. Build to it. That the movie's missing that because that talk would have made the movie way more genuine. It would have. Fuck. Fuck. That's bad. There are art house movies that have plots like I'm not saying I've seen anything like this, but I know that there are movies like you know you know like I don't want to use the word pretentious, but you know like pretentious like French filmmakers like like I don't know like artsy movies that you would yeah. never watch. There are movies that would have this plot and this premise and do this and commit to it and and like really like tackle these questions because they're thought provoking and they're made by thoughtful thought provoking people that want to be daring and and want something to say. This movie doesn't want to say anything because it's made by Studio Ghibli and they want to sell it at Best Buy and they and they don't they don't want to get banned in countries because incest bad. And and that or or if you didn't want to do that and and you want to sell it and you want to do the whole like oh well they they really weren't brother and sister and blah 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 they didn't even have the conversation they didn't even tackle it you know and if if you don't want to talk about this if you want to dance around this topic don't fucking do it just make it a generic love story about these two characters falling in love with each other ocean waves bullshit it would have been great i would have given this movie a seven out of ten i was watching the first 30 minutes like dude this is awesome this is basic but i'm loving it and it i'm so mad i'm so mad I, i especially after like seeing like how hard and like reading like you know like when I th- I think of Whisper of the Heart all the time, I think about how the person who directed that movie like died, like making Princess Mononoke. People literally died making that movie because it took so much effort, and you're making them put the same amount of effort into this piece of shit. Fuck you, Goro Miyazaki. I'm sorry, that's so mean. But like, you're you're a piece of shit. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, man? Even Arietti has more passion and and heart than this. Decadence has more heart than this. Like I can't even. I I hate this. I want. I wanted to cry watching the movie out of anger. I'm being so serious when I say that. Yeah, they sh- I, they shouldn't just not have gone for this. To be honest, because because even even if you hold your wire to think against this way, right? Incest, whatever. Right. Like you can just you can't deny how genuine it is. And that that itself just makes it thought provoking. When when you finish the movie, you're still thinking about it after. Like, right. Mm-hmm. It can even challenge your own beliefs to make you think differently. Because, right. like, bro, when she said "I love you," I was like, "Damn, that's crazy." Yeah. I was like, for real, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, like, tap it a little bit because it it is thought provoking. Like, and it it's such a, a it's such a thing people don't like to talk about, but if they watch the movie, they're forced to think about it, right? Yeah. And and the whole time I was thinking, the whole time I was thinking, what would I do, right? <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. put yourself mm-hmm. in their shoes. Right, yeah. But, but the, movie, the movie, it's so hard to say. The well, movie does not really. guide you through that thought process. Like in Weathering with You, it does kind of guide you through that thought process of like, would I sacrifice? like tokyo for like someone i love i mean the way he did it in the movie it's kind of valid like i i kind of understand his thought process and like leading to that point 
it makes sense. Maybe I would do that because I witnessed his experience and it it, it makes sense to me in that point. That's the point. That's the point of a movie. That's the point of a movie. Even it, it's like Joker, Joker, bro. That's the whole thing with that. that that's the whole point of that movie. There's this guy that turns into an insane madman and goes killing people. And you're like, yo, that's bad. But like, I kind of get it. You know, it. this movie is Joker killing people, but not justifying it. You know, it's like, I love you, brother. And it's like, okay, but huh. Pe when people get to that moment, they're not going to have this overwhelming sense of clarity of like, oh, wow, I really should think about this thing more that I was very close minded about. No one's going to think that at the end of this movie, unless you're like us and we're analyzing like, it to this extent but as you're watching the movie you're going to be like what conclusion am i supposed to come to what was the movie building to this point this is very weird and they just they they didn't do it man this movie and what makes it even more offensive is that the first 30 minutes are so good it's so offensive because it's not mid it's like a solid seven and it goes all the way down into the seventh layer of the abyss. So offensive. I get so angry when I think about this movie. I like, I was like pacing in frustration after watching this shit. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you know, and uh, not to jump the gun, but Pom Poco is also a very flawed movie. And in, in, in similar ways to this, in terms of its structure, in terms of its pacing, but I, the, the intent of what is being said in that movie is so clear. It is so transparent, the message that is in Pompoco, and I get it. I fucking get it. Okay. Bye. Okay. What is that? Cereal? <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> Hold on. Papa John's pizza. <laughs> it looked like... <laughs> you shook it like a cereal box. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. I am going to sound like that. I'm going to. <laughs> oh, I will never fucking forget that. Holy shit. Oh, that, that was crazy. The way you said it was so funny. Papa John's pizza. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. That was, uh, I needed that after, after this headache that this movie's giving me. Yeah, that's, that's a funny clip right there. Yeah, it is. Cereal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, fuck this movie. Gorom and bro, I want you to understand, like, this is, it's so transparent that Goro Miyazaki is getting these movies because he's Miyazaki's son. And that's what, that makes it so much more like, 
upsetting because it's like, oh my God, you're not even trying. You don't even have to try. You're the dude's son. You'll, you, you can get whatever you want. You know, you can make a fucking 3D movie that that goes against everything that Miyazaki said because you're an idiot and you don't get it. It's like. Jesus, man. Man, um, I, I, I completely understand everything you say. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even think about them having a discussion. I didn't even think about it, but you saying it now makes the movie a lot worse. Yeah. It's, and it's so weird because we always joke, like whenever we watch a bad movie, like it's a ride your wave. And this is a new, this is a new thing. You know, th- yeah. this is a new one because it's like, um, like a, old missing. Yeah. It's not like a, whenever we say ride your wave or your name, the joke is that a movie made a logical inconsistency that breaks the film in, in some way. And uh, this isn't that. There's, what's, the other, there's... what's the other movie we reference? Arietti. Yeah. Arietti, yeah. Arietti, Ride Your Wave, and uh, and Your Name. Those are and the Baki. three. I didn't forget about Baki. It will <laughs> come up one of these days. It will come up. One of these days. One of these days. Um, yeah, I... This isn't one of those. There's no logical inconsistency. And it's a it's a pretty... It's got some twists and turns, you know. It, it it could have had some fuck ups, but they didn't. They executed that part pretty well. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that's the weird thing about this movie, Manny. It's not bad in the same way that those movies are bad. It's bad in a unique, different way. It's bad in a way that that is is disrespectful to human beings. It's disrespectful to the human brain. It's disrespectful to art. And being disrespectful to art is being disrespectful to, to, to a person. It's it's assuming that people are stupid and they, and they and they won't see through your facade, you know. And it's it's. And and if 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 you're not intentionally, uh, playing a facade and you're subconsciously doing it because you yourself are not a thoughtful person, then that is also disrespectful because you're being. You're wasting the resources, man. Studio Ghibli is not this infinite well of like, oh, we can make a movie whenever we want. These people are all going to die one day. This like art style that they have is not going to flourish forever. It, Takahata passed away and and you know, Miyazaki's on his last fucking legs and like if Goro Miyazaki is the last person to be there, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Like I I'm going to I'm going to punch a wall. I'm I I can't, man. I can't deal with this. I can't. I hate this. I have to watch Tales from Earthsea and Earwig and the Witch now, though. I have to see because apparently those are worse than this. And I just need to see when you are consistently bad. There's, you know, because, you know, sometimes people have bad movies. Sometimes people have their fuck ups and they learn from that. And he's showing that he's not learning from that. And that's what's scary. There's a difference between making one bad movie versus three bad movies. And holy shit, man. Like, do something else or get your shit together or something. So disrespectful. This is the worst thing we've watched. The worst thing I've watched. I, I This is worse than Arietti. It's worse than Arietti. And it's 
it's worse in a different way. It's not worse in the sense like it's boring. It's worse in the sense that it's disingenuous and it's stupid and it's frustrating to watch and it's made by someone who doesn't think. It's like having a political... Huh? It's a hot take right there. And it's a hot take I'm willing to stand by. This is this is terrible. Interesting. I it's Which it, movie would you rather rewatch if you had to? I was thinking about that question. I actually thought about that question a lot. This movie is more engaging than Arietti, for better or for worse, when I watch this movie, I am not bored. I'm mad, but I'm not bored. So if you tell me to watch one of the, I don't want to watch either of them. When I watch Arietti, I'm bored. And when I watch from up on Poppy Hill, I get frustrated to a degree that makes my stomach churn. Wow. So... It's a matter of what do I care about more? Being bored or being angry? Would I rather be angry than be bored or would I rather be bored than be angry? And I actually came to the conclusion what, what when I thought about this, like when taking notes, that I would rather be angry. But so to answer your question, I think if the opportunity presented itself, I might rewatch from up on poppy hill instead of arietti but that does not change the rewatchability of a movie does not dictate its value right so now that i that, think i'm making sure because i'd rather watch poppy hill mm-hmm. yeah i mean i would or not that. if you if you gave me a gun as like a third option I'm taking the gun. <laughs> I like, or I don't know. I don't want to. Weathering with you style, huh? <laughs> Final stand with FBI agents <laughs> over these movies. Uh, <laughs> um, I just watched the movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I'm very happy you asked that question. Thank you for asking that. That's a very thoughtful question to ask. But like I said, it's it's bad in a different way. It's bad in in not yeah. the same way that Arietti is bad. And I think Arietti is less offensive than this. Arietti is offensive because it's like, this movie's boring. How can you be that boring? This movie is offensive. It's like, how are you even a human being? This movie makes me lose faith in humanity. You know when someone writes a tweet that's just like wrong and they're just like, you're fucking stupid and you got a lot of likes on your tweet and like a lot of people validated your perspective and I can't say anything because then I'll look petty. That's what From Up on Poppy Hill is. It's a movie that got made and everyone fucking likes it. It's got a 7.9 on goddamn my anime list and a 7.3 on IMDb. People like this fucking movie. And when I look at the reviews, even the negative ones, people are not pointing out what I'm pointing out. And it makes me sad because it makes me think that people are fucking stupid and it makes me feel like i'm the only thoughtful person in the world 
and it makes me i genuinely this is this is why i don't use social media because of shit like this because i see people like this everywhere and now i see someone like this who made an hour and a half long movie with the resources of the gods of anime what a disgrace fuck this movie do you have anything else to say <laughs> i'm sorry i'm being I, mean i don't Okay. Uh, I don't, but I did like the main character. Yeah, I, that's all I got to say. Yeah, I, I like I like the main character too. They butchered her. <laughs> they they chopped her up into little pieces and they threw her in the trash. They said, "Fuck your motivations." Fuck yeah, this story. Is one of those movies I told you about where like I finished it, then I like immediately opened TikTok to watch dumb shit. <laughs> so, pondering what I watched. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I was pacing in frustration. I was screaming at the TV. I was like, "Fuck you!" I literally was saying that. Fuck you! I was saying that to the TV. I said everything that I needed to say. I I hope that this is telling of my philosophies or my point of view when it comes to art and when it comes to media. You know, I. Mm -hmm. I'm happy I watched this movie. I'm happy I got to say what I wanted to say. And uh I'm sorry for like taking up most of the the segment if I if I didn't give you a chance to speak. Um No, you're good. I don't I didn't really have much to say. But okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna I was gonna bring up the, the double backing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the way you said it, so I just didn't let you go. Thank you. I'm yeah, I'm I'm glad that I got to talk about this. I put a lot of thought into this because this is, this is an enigma. This, you know, coming up with my explanations, it, it took a lot of thought and it took a lot of time. So I was, after I finished the movie, I was sitting there like, I was struggling to like write down like in detail, like why I didn't like it. And, and I feel like I did that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to peruse my notes very shortly um hmm. I loved the soundtrack. I'll say that. <laughs> I was listening to it. I loved the first 30 minutes, man. My notes are filled with like positive shit for like the first half of it and it just goes downhill from there. I relate to the first 30 minutes. Like I love that she's so busy in her life. And like she, she has someone that she likes and that she wants to be around, but you know, he asks her to hang out and she's like, Oh no, I'm sorry. I have to like, I can relate to that shit so much where you like want to hang out with someone, but you have shit to do. And like, you're interested in seeing them. And then randomly they like stop talking to you. <sighs> Fuck this man. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. One out of 10, my first ever one out of 10. On my anime list. Actually, no. It's not my first one out of ten. But uh, it's... I put a lot of thought... I know that's like a big thing to say. That holds as much weight as a ten in my book. And I put a lot of thought into that. This is a one. This is a one out of ten movie. This is the worst kind of movie. This is like... These movies should not exist. This is terrible. Um, Nether Realm. <laughs> it's like the true nether realm for me. <laughs> uh, that you watch the Akusha, right? No. Oh. 
I will watch it. I'm on my JoJo flow, and I'm like, I basically watched like 70 episodes of anime in like two weeks. So I'm I'm really excited to like watch long anime more. So hopefully I'll watch a Yuhaka show one of these days. Because there's a lot. Of, I always said like this thing that relates to the Netherrealm thing, but. Mm, okay. Um, well, uh, we will, we'll put a pin in that uh, in two years. <laughs> we'll get back to that. But. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna get this movie. I you I want it. I'm okay. very interested because you don't give anything lower than a three. Is this gonna be lower than a three? Is this gonna be the first <laughs> Nether no, Realm? This, I don't think for me this isn't Nether Realm. Okay, okay, interesting. Because I like Ride the Wave is better than this movie. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I'm gonna get this movie like four. Okay. Gotcha. Wait, no, no. It'll be a three. Yeah, three. Okay. Three. Yeah, that is Netherrealm. A three is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just... <sighs> Fuck it. This is like. This is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just can't. I can't. Like this is a movie. Like. I just, I never want to look at the cover again, to be honest. <laughs> the, did that, okay, did the cover ever happen in the movie? The cover is like, at least on my anime list, it's of like this dude in like a white sailor uniform being hugged by like a schoolgirl character. Uh, maybe I'll send it on Discord or I'll send it like on the I think, phone. I think that's just, that must be her dad then. Because that's not the one on HBO Max. Yeah, it's not the one on HBO Max. Um, Hold on, I'll send it to you. Look it up on your computer and then show me like a cover that resembles my description. Just do that instead. Is it this one? No, no. She's hugging a sailor. It's like her. If you go on my anime list, it'll probably be like the first one on my anime list. I think it's the cover poster for that. interesting i've never seen this until now yeah for the steel book like re-release of this movie that's the cover and maybe that is her dad um that's like the only i guess that's a little thoughtful it doesn't matter <laughs> the only option it, it has to be her dad like, yeah they... yeah it didn't happen dude and when you read the negative reviews it's not even saying what i'm saying the negative reviews for I on IMDb and on my anime list are like the plot's cliche and basic and blah 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 and it's like, dude, this movie's bad for other reasons, man. First thing I see is well, that's two lackluster Ghibli films under Goro's <laughs> belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that. It was such a disheartening uh, review. <laughs> I think it has a Cowboy Bebop profile picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, King. Wait, what? King. That guy for saying. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Um. Well. Yeah. You got anything else? I want to see what Pompoco got. Pompoco. 
You want to talk about that next or Parasite? I think we should talk about Parasite last. Yeah, let's talk about Pompoko. Hold on. I love that ending song. Hmm? Uh, 7.3. Pompoko? Yeah, I'd expect that. Yeah, it's not. So what do you think about Pompoko? Let's talk about that now. One thing I'll say is that this movie is funny. This movie? Do you think it's funnier funny. than Porco Rosso? I wanted to ask you that. No, because Porco has mature funny. This is like okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Porco I... has like 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 intellectual funny. Yes, you know yeah, I mean? yes. So yeah. I'm gonna give it to Pom, uh, Porco. But this movie is funny. Their little trans the transformation thing. When I look at the cover, because this is my anime list cover is way different from HBO one. Right. Um, looking at the cover, I was like. I was like, what the fuck are those things? You know? <laughs> um, and you find out they're raccoons. One thing I want to bring up is I don't I'm not I'm not a fan of movies that have a narrator like explain everything. Mm, what about so Jojo? Huh? Jojo has a narrator. A narrator? That, yeah, but he like barely pulls up. Okay. It's like one of the best parts of JoJo. <laughs> That's I, I I think. Um, Give me an example when the narrative. In part three, when they meet Dio at the mansion, there's a montage sequence of showing like the past memories and of like all their fights, and the narrator is like explaining like the Star Wars oh. Crusaders have finally ended their journey, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. one of my favorite That's, scenes in that, the entire show. That's like that's like a Dragon Ball Z final next episode. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. It's one of those. I don't really yeah. count it as like narrating it doesn't it's not like when there was gambling that narrator is like um jojo yes yeah but this movie with like a narrator like takes over like a lot of scenes mm. i don't know that's not i don't like that type of i agree i, I agree like yeah I i'm agree. not a fan of that so one that threw me off yeah look at just off the cover i was like what are those things right so it interests me that's why i told you hey let's watch pump over i don't know it right then um you know, I watch it, find out the raccoons and they can transform. I was like, that's pretty cool. Bro, when I, I'll say this, Manny. I remember when you said like, yo, when I thought when I saw Porco was a pig and he was the only one, I, I immediately knew this movie's going to be fire. And I was thinking of when you said that, when I saw Pompoco <laughs> and I saw, no, but like speaking of the narrator, the movie opens with a narrator, but like you slowly realize that the narrator is one of the characters and i was like yo and on the cover they're like you know animated and it's like yo the raccoons are like normal right now that's crazy and you see them running and you're like okay and then they transform and it's like oh fuck oh oh shit this movie's gonna be good like i literally like screamed at the tv let's fucking go like when that happened um that whole opening sequence was awesome continue i'm sorry I did, like See, like narration at the, like a start of a film like that. Yeah, nothing wrong, but it was an I, issue I like later it, on, like, though. I agree. I don't like when he keeps coming back, but like, <laughs> when they transform, because they have their goofy, they have the rat, the raccoon, the goofy form, and then their fat form. That goofy form is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the the one where they're just like two D, like yeah, yeah, that that's hilarious as fuck. Yeah, and uh, yeah. 
I love the premise of this movie. It's a very interesting. I don't think it's a great movie, but it's it's one that I finished and I was like, huh, that was cute. Like it wasn't great. I didn't think it was like well executed in the best way, but you, I it was sincere. You know, it was like I love, um, I love what this movie's saying. I love its concept that like raccoons are like, like fun animals that just like dick around and they're just so like lighthearted and they have like these magical powers that they just fuck around with and um but so i think i and my i i love i was laughing the whole time i thought this movie was hilarious the part when they, were, when they when half of the movie when the when the plot literally just became like all right we're gonna prank the humans the movie was constant laughs for like 30 minutes like yeah. when when um when he uh turned when he like did like took his face away yeah that was hilarious i was like am i watching a ghibli movie this is insane um it was it was i love when the old men like the old um what's his face uh the dudes the the elders or whatever when they come to the mountains and they're like disguised as like old men with like weird costumes and the music that plays is just so good that shit was hilarious um and there's probably some other funny moments that i can't think of yo with yeah, that, there's a bunch. but the main do you want i want you to continue i want you to like uh say what you have to say i'm gonna say this movie this movie fucking it pissed me off <laughs> <laughs> this movie had i was yelling at the screen like, uh, you were yelling at Poppy Hill. Yeah, because I didn't. Me too. I didn't. I didn't get the operation. Whatever Yo, they called it. I didn't. Un- I didn't understand that shit either. That that shit pissed me off. I was mm-hmm. like actually mad. It because there's a part where they're pranking them and like they they those people went to pray to a shrine and they yeah. turned into the the fucking god that they were praying to. Right. And the people like start freaking out, start praying like. Don't you think that if you kept doing something like that, that would have worked? Yeah. Like, I was just thinking, like, because while they're doing the Operation Crazy shit, right? They literally, I don't know if someone did it, but, like, literally, there's someone on a golden cloud, golden wind, JoJo reference. Crazy, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, someone, they, they're on a golden golden cloud, and then, like, someone's, like, Buddha. Like, someone's literally Buddha doing this shit, right? Yeah. I'm, like, thinking, like, why didn't you like turn into Buddha in the forest or something yeah. like like yeah. turn into those shrines? That little dragon they turn into. Why don't you have that flying over the fucking the forest? Mm-hmm. Like oh, and they, they they were talking to them like get away from the forest. Right, right, right. But you want to run into the city? <laughs> like like what is that? What was the plan? I remember. Um, I remember it objectively not making sense. And hold on, let me let me refer back to my 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 notes. It's been a while. I need to kind of uh, get a refresher on this one. I wrote in my notes, "Why are they explaining the plan afterwards?" <laughs> they explained it after they did it, and then, um, okay, this large scale illusion on the city is pretty cool. But what is the point of this? The humans aren't even scared. Okay, now they're scared? Question mark. LMAO. Um, I also wrote oh, this section of the movie. The, make, go ahead. 
No, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was just going to say really quickly, I wrote in my notes, this section of the movie makes me wish it was just a yokai movie. Like that whole bit, I was like, I wish this was the whole movie. <laughs> this is awesome. It, it looked cool, but it was so dumb. But yeah, there, was, yeah. there was a lot of references during the operation. Did you see it? Um, to yokai? To like... No, to, the, to, to other Ghibli movies. Really? No. Yeah. Um, I think I saw one. I think I saw Ghibli like written on like a. No, that was in From Up on Poppy Hill. Sorry, I sorry I didn't want to bring that back up. But to get your mind blown. Yeah. That's Kiki. What? <laughs> oh my god! I didn't see her. That's crazy. This is the one I saw. Oh shit! I didn't even see that. That's yeah, fucking crazy. Then fucking. Parko. Parko. <laughs> <laughs> was that whisper of the heart girl i thought i saw her just like flying in the distance i don't know i could be wrong i saw a girl if they should have had the fucking the cat guy yeah i think that I came out i think that might have come out after i don't know whisper the heart yeah after pompoco i mean i don't know i don't know we'll see we'll look it up after but yeah. Uh, yes. The, the whole the whole thing didn't make no sense. The whole time, I'm like, why don't you just turn into these gods and just sit at the forest? That you would have saved a lot more energy. Even though the I know this um it's a movie, right? So they can't just do this shit. But like, if you just turn into those gods, just just like scare people off that way. Like I I doubt people would like go destroy the forest. I thought the idea was that they did do that and then people were still destroying the forest. Like they showed on the news thing, like, uh, like, Oh, I saw a God. And it's like, it's like they were, I, I felt like the, there was, they did address that within the movie and you're, you might still be right. Like if they kept doing it, it would have worked. But, um, I recall there being a legitimate, explanation that i personally could believe to mm-hmm. why they couldn't do that but the plan still didn't make sense i i i'm having trouble conversating about it because i don't even remember what the i didn't take thorough notes on that part on like what they were trying what were they trying to do were they trying to scare the humans were they trying to like really i think they were I think the humans were getting scared of the pranks and they were getting scared of the ghosts like on in minor ways. And then when they they were like, all right, we're going to fucking scare them big time now. Like we're, we're going to do it for real and we're going to let them know like they're fucking with the forest and the spirits are awakening and and like they're they're letting out all these evil spirits. Let's fucking do this. Let's show them what we got. And then in the process yeah. of doing that, there was it turned out that the humans didn't even really care. They thought it was like a performance and they didn't realize. But the reason why it doesn't have any impact is because throughout the scene, they're not treating it like, Oh my God, the humans don't care. They're just showing you the thing. And it's like, the humans like, Oh wow. And you're just sitting there like, this is bad, but the movie's not acting like it's bad. And it feels like the tone is off. Like, this is terrible. This is like really, the stakes are high. These characters are going to die and the movie's acting like, oh, look at the cool animation. It makes it makes no sense. Like you said, they're trying to scare. Like they're trying to scare, but they, they had people in the streets like, like right. dancing and shit. Like, but who are you trying to scare? 
But I don't know. I feel like it's they, the, it's, they, it's, they did it's, the God thing with that little fox. They scared the shit out of all those people there. And people would have thought, oh, they're, they're just tripping or whatever. But right. I feel like if they legit just made a, the, the dragon mm-hmm. or the little Buddha, I'm telling you, if they made the Buddha thing. Yeah. <laughs> or, even because they like, you know, Japanese, the, the whole uh, Shintoism thing. Any of those, like, those gods, like, literally, like, just, like, transform into them and just literally sit outside of the fucking forest. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't run. It wouldn't take as much energy as running into the city. Right. Too, that old guy would have fucking had a, a stroke, you know? <laughs> but that, yeah. whole, that whole plot, it was, it looked cool, but it was so dumb. It was extremely dumb, and I'm not denying that. I'm just trying to rationalize why it was dumb. And break it down. I think it was an earnest attempt to scare them. I feel like even, I don't care if the guy's doing a funny dance. If I saw that shit, I would, I would freak the fuck out. But I guess people just thought it was a performance, you know? Like, even the stuff in the air. Some people got scared. But then some people were like, oh, it's just like a hologram. It's whatever. Um, yeah, it's like it's like the 1990s. There's like, no way people are pulling this shit <laughs> off. Exactly. Um Oh my god! But but my issue was that they explained it afterwards. They didn't explain the plan first. They explained the plan after that scene, and it's like, why would you do that? Like, you needed me to understand what was going on in order for the scene to hold hold any weight. Um, it it was it was it was like the big set piece of the movie. It was like the climax. Uh-huh. It, it made no fucking sense, honestly. And what was so weird, Manny? was after that when the dude dies and they're at his funeral they're all like it's supposed to be like this is like a not a joke in the movie this is like a really sad moment our main character died trying to defend the forest there it's fucking over we lost you know it's like what what the fuck are we gonna do and they all start laughing and then they go and like part and it's the move the movie is playing this off like it's funny and i'm like what the fuck is happening a character just died and the characters are laughing and they're like like fucking around at the end of the movie when they say like oh the spirit of a raccoon is one who plays around and like is just super happy all the time it recontextualized that to make a lot of sense and i'm like okay that is kind of cool i get it i see what you're going for but in the context of that scene it didn't really work and that's my issue with the entire movie my big criticism of this movie is the tone is way off. The stakes are high. Characters are dying. Good and bad. And people are dicking around. And they shouldn't be dicking around in times where they should be having fun. Literally, the fact that they are dicking around costs them the entire like plot. And <laughs> I get it. That's the point. Because they're <laughs> raccoons and it's supposed to be like... You know, look at these animals that can't even defend themselves because it's in their nature to be goofy and you're destroying these like beautiful creatures. I love that message. I love the ending of this movie. You should have started with that shit, man. You should have started with that little monologue at the end. Why did you save that for the end of the movie? Just tell me that now so that I can experience the entire movie with that perspective. And uh, that was my big issue with the movie. I feel like that's what ruined it for me. But I love the ending. Like when they said that, I was like, "Oh, this makes sense." And when they were when when he said like, "All right, let's turn the entire world into a forest," like with the, one last illusion, and they're like, "Why the fuck would we do that?" And it's like, "Cause it would be funny." And and I love that. I think that's so 
wholesome and and it makes sense given everything else it's like oh i get it now um but it still makes the movie kind of bad you know i i like it but i but it's bad so you know i i still acknowledge that um that's the big bad thing with this movie but dude it had so many more moments and it's sincere. It's it's like actually saying something. I feel like a human being, I feel like Takahata was like he he wanted to give a message like stop destroying the trees, stop killing the possums. He didn't do it too well, but man, there were some funny ass moments and there were some emotional ass moments and it was a great ending. And you didn't really execute it in the right way. And this part should have been here. And that part should have been there. And maybe don't have a laughing scene at a funeral scene at the same time. But, you know, it was sincere. And that's all I ask for in a movie. I just want sincereness. I want it to be genuine and honest. Ride Your Wave, Your Name, they're genuine. They're tr- they're They're trying to say something no matter how flawed they are, and so is this movie. So it's bad, and I acknowledge it's bad, but I still kind of love it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I was going to bring up the, when they they all fucking hopped on that ship, right, and they rolled off to, yeah. to the sunset. Was that yeah. like a mass suicide thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. That was crazy. I was like, this movie's dark as fuck. This movie is like lighthearted to the extent of a Disney movie, but it has dark, evil shit happening. When they started killing the humans, I was like, oh, fuck. This is like, uh, did, did you not lose your mind and that started happening? Because I was like, this is what is happening. When did they kill him? Early. They, they, they killed the humans in like the first like 30 minutes and then they stopped doing it afterwards. Who did they kill? Um, they killed like construction workers and stuff. Like, uh, do you remember the scene where he like used his ball sack to like cover the dudes? Um, I don't know. Maybe in the English dub, they rewrote that and they made it so that he didn't kill them. But there's like a scene where he like makes someone crash their car. Like Gonta, the, the, the fat one with the red jacket. That's like, we should be more aggressive and we should be like hurting the humans. Um, that character was like killing them, at least in the Japanese sub, they were very explicit of like, five people died due to like you know weird occurrences that can't be explained and Mm. i thought that was crazy because they the the raccoons were straight up killing people and the tone shifted to like let's not kill people and let's just fuck around and um their their reasoning was like humans make mcdonald's and if we kill all the humans then we won't have more mcdonald's and that's funny and I would like that if you said that, if you said that the raccoons were charming and goofy at the beginning of the movie, the same criticism I made before. I think that would, it would, it feels so weird though. Cause like you're supposed to be taking this seriously and you can't because the movie's constantly making jokes during serious moments, you know? So, and it's not one of those things where like, Oh, when I rewatch it, it'll all make sense. Like, when I rewatch it, it's still going to feel weird because you're just like not conveying the information properly to the audience. So even if I get it, it's like it's going to be weird because you're not Bro, doing it like within the movie. Nothing is conveyed until the narrator fucking says something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's annoying. It's weird. <laughs> I um, 
There's so much that I liked about it, though. It is bad. It is. I'm not. There's not a lot. A lot. Like. Okay. I thought the movie wasn't boring, but I wasn't really transfixed. Yeah, I was. Um, I was on and off. Give me a second. Let me. I'm gonna fix the lag. Okay. You're muted. Yeah. Yeah, but this this you know. The movie's funny. And it does have the message with Yeah. You know and shit. Mm -hmm. But I I paused this movie several times. So I, I think it's fair to say that I wasn't transfixed either. I I, I paused the movie like three times, took multiple to like breaks. Something else? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't do yeah. that at all from Up on Poppy Hill. <laughs> and and that's a testament to that movie, you know, as much as I shit on it. I, like I said, I don't think From Up on Poppy Hill is more boring than uh, something like this. I feel more bored watching this movie than From yeah. Up on Poppy Hill. It's structured very weirdly, and the tone is so weird. Um, the tone is weird, yeah. And the scene where they, they had a final standoff with the cops, yeah, I, thought that and was, I thought that was dumb, too. They're using their balls. <laughs> like, I know not all of them can transform. <laughs> Ali, stop laughing. It's not fun. <laughs> you don't think that? You don't think that shit uh, is? You don't think that shit is funny? No, the movie's ass. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> Fucking, I don't like I don't know all of them can transform but why didn't like Gunta like transform into another cop so they're like on the same playing field you know cause the, the three other the three other uh, the main character into Summer Brew or everything they transformed into the cop with the same gear and everything. So I'm like, why don't they do that? So they yeah. can give themselves a fair playing ground. Mm -hmm. Instead of like getting their nuts smacked by a baton. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not laugh at that? It's, it's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be serious. But it's funny how the movie doesn't acknowledge that it's funny. And it takes itself so seriously. I, so, I, I don't... It makes the movie worse. I'm not denying that. But I like laughing at things ironically. <laughs> it makes it so bad. Like, is that the... Were you trying to be funny? Like, how the fuck do you make a character use their balls as a weapon and just, like, expect the audience to it, be like, oh, no, their balls are getting hit with a baton. It's like... It, it's like, you know, the movie tries to be funny, but then, like, literally the next scene is them, all the dead raccoons getting piled up. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, yeah. It's, it's not funny anymore. It's so bad. Yeah. And then you see the fucking Gunter's wife crying. Like, mm -hmm. like oh, it's funny now. Like, yeah. I don't, it, it's so dumb to me. It is, it's, it's so, really dumb. It is, it's so dumb that it's funny sometimes. Or the movies is like funny. It's like sometimes, like when the three shapeshifters yeah. turn into like those guys. But those, like, scenes like that is just like, don't get me wrong, the mass suicide scene, I thought that was the best scene in the movie. Mm hmm. 
I thought it was the best team. Even though it didn't really make sense, I feel like it was. I feel was, like the, uh, the old guy going see now. That's cool. The fucking. I guess with the other raccoons who joined him, they couldn't shapeshift, right? The old. What are you talking about? What what scene? The, the old shapeshifter. Yeah. The, 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 the master, right? He went senile. Mm-hmm. So I give him a break. But the, the raccoons that joined him, they couldn't transform, right? Didn't they say something like that? Yes. Yes, they did. Right. And that's why they killed themselves because they can't adapt to like the world. And I I love that scene. I thought that scene that was, was the fantastic. best scene. Yeah. That I thought it tied into the ending too. So I like the ending where like they just have to accept like, yeah, the forest got fucking chopped down and we don't really want to be with the humans, but fuck it. We got to. And, and they're not like sad. Like they're still like chilling. And that's so heartwarming to me because that's like real, you know, that's like a real thing. And, you know, it, he sees the raccoons like in this like really like small corner in like a wall and it sucks ass for them. But like they're not upset. You know, they're doing their thing and like people die and they never get upset about anything and it's frustrating for the audience but i i get what they're going for just i love what they're going for and in the ending when i got it i loved it but for the rest of it yeah it it wasn't good it's ironically yeah, funny that, it's unironically funny go ahead i thought the ending was good yeah um <laughs> you're looking assimilated to human society <laughs> I know. Yo, That's like the, it's the saddest ending, but they are lighthearted about it because they're raccoons. And raccoons, they just do their thing. And I love when he like talks directly to the audience where it's like, I don't remember what he said, but I don't know. That yeah, resonated with me. Something. He said something and I was like, That's facts, raccoon. But I don't know. I forgot it, so it must not have impacted me that much. Yeah, That's facts, raccoon. Stay off my porch now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was uh, a movie about raccoons. It was a movie Ra- about raccoons. Raccoon, raccoons or raccoons? Raccoons. Did they say raccoons? <laughs> I swear I heard that in the movie. Bro, it was so crazy how like the other dude came back because they were building up to that. It's like, yo, this other dude, like two samurais are gonna go. One's gonna go this way. One's gonna go that way. And I'm and I'm sitting there like. How long do we like? Where is this other raccoon? He pops up at the very end. It's like, yo, where you been? Like, like, do you got you're gonna save the day? It's like, nah. It's <laughs> like, oh my god, like, <laughs> you suck, man. That that was sad. I I mean, I guess that was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That was that was dope. It it was um. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain about that one. Uh. I think we kind of hit the nail on the head. <laughs> I feel like there are some moments that I want to talk about that I'm that I'm not thinking about right now, but it's okay. I just want to remember. I'm trying to remember what the narrator said during the like the mass suicide. He said he explained that. Like he he no, said I, he was saying some. I think he was saying some good shit. I want to just remember what he said. Okay. I can't fucking. I, I searched a Palm Poco suicide. <laughs> <laughs> and also the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Sit down, Robbie. 
Suicide Squad. What are we, some kind of palm poke? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm no, like, done. I, didn't, I didn't even watch the movie, but I get it. I get the reference. <laughs> Among Us. <laughs> Among Us. <laughs> that, that, I remember, like, I was looking up that video of what that meme meant, and it was, he literally said nothing. <laughs> He's literally saying all these big words, talking hella fast, just to say absolutely nothing. <laughs> Holy shit. That's sad. That's fucking clickbait. And now they removed the dislike button, so you can't know if a YouTube video is fucking stupid or not. That's the new That's the new reality, Manny. That's the new world. I'd like watch that video again. Because <laughs> it's even funny that he says nothing and the meme literally means nothing. So I guess it's gonna be All right, let's get back on Pop Boko. Uh, do you have anything else to say? I mean, uh, I'm gonna give it like, um, yeah. I'm gonna give it a four yeah. out of ten. That's I'm gonna give it a five. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. 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 Four is uh four is like my comfy score for like things that are like kinda good but also kinda bad, you know? Where it's like, yeah, this is bad, but I kinda like it. This is one of those that's why I give fours. It's a cut above Arietti, but it's very close. <laughs> it's lucky. I laughed a lot, so Yeah. This movie is lucky. It's very lucky. But I'm interested. Like when I watch this movie, I'm like, what other what other things did this guy do? You know? I'm not gonna forget this movie. Right? If I see a raccoon, I'll think of the movie. Yeah, me too. I understand why it has a seven. I get it. Makes sense. Okay. Let's talk about the big chungus, the good movie. The one good I was, movie. I was gonna say in terms of Ghibli. Yeah. This is a weak episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, not in terms of the discussions, but in yeah. terms of the movies, they're weak. But, Manny, after from up, up, from up on Poppy Hill, I cannot tell you. After all of these movies, I cannot tell you how excited I was to have this call. Because I didn't really like Pompoco or From Up on Poppy Hill, but I was like, I got a lot to say. These are interesting <laughs> movies. Interesting in ways that, you know, I would not prefer but interesting nonetheless so yeah you want to get these goro miyazaki joints out the way <laughs> i do actually yeah okay i feel let's, like let's i can that. probably finish, i can probably finish them by by like fucking saturday all right we'll do that i feel like i can watch i can I, I, i'm down to call saturday i'll watch one on friday the one saturday then call you all right, You're you want to you want to make that episode uh, two movies? Yeah, uh, let's do earwig and. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! You want a whole episode <laughs> with the yeah. oh? Okay. Let's get those out the way. 
then we move on. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Fuck this guy, man. Uh, all right, let's talk about a good movie. Oh! Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. So since this is the first time you're watching this movie, tell me what you think. You know, what movie was it? After I watched, um, what's that movie with Denzel? Give me one second. Tra- Training Day. Continue. Good thing Earwig and the Witch is really short. Good thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. How long is Tales from Earthsea? It's two hours. Fuck you, Goro. I'm watching that shit dubbed, and I'm going to play my Switch while it's on in the background. Oh, wow. (laughs) I don't want to give this guy my attention. I don't know. I'll probably watch it. I'll take notes. After this, we got a lot of good ones, though. I feel like Airwig is going to be funny. I feel like I'm going to laugh at how bad Airwig is. I don't feel like I'm going to have fun with Tales of Earthsea, though. Tales of Earthsea is going to get me mad. Yeah. I know. Bro, if everyone else hates it, it must be bad. <laughs> like, it, it has low ratings on IMDb and my anime list, so it's probably boring, Manny. You Do you understand the trend where it's like, yeah, disingenuous films people can't, like, read in between the lines, but boring things? No one likes to be bored, so those are always the low-rated ones on my anime list, and Tales from Earthsea is going to be boring. I'm not looking forward to that. Earth, 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 Sea, Earth, Sea. Okay, you couldn't think. Of- <laughs> Goro Miyazaki, why? This has uh, to be like a book. This has to be a book. There's no way he came up with that. Hold on. <laughs> Earth, like Earth, Sea. <laughs> Honestly, when I first saw it, I thought I was like Ursaya to make it cool, bro. I feel like I never see the H. I always say Ert C. <laughs> it is a book. Okay. Yeah. He's not he's he he doesn't have any original ideas, Manny. We we know this. And the books got high ratings. Okay. <laughs> Do books get low ratings? Is that a thing? Does anybody say negative things about books? Have you ever heard someone read a read a book for like a month and say, "Yeah, that sucked"? <laughs> you know, you know that know. that is true. Exactly. When people invest that much time into something, they don't want to say that they wasted it. And a lot of people don't really have a perspective of good and bad writing. So, I don't know. A lot of people don't really know what a bad book even is. Why would anyone finish a book that's boring? We finished a lot of boring anime. Anime. That is a correct rebuttal. But I feel like we are more thoughtful than the average bear. And that's why we finish boring anime. More thoughtful than the average raccoon. <laughs> Good one. But um, ting. <laughs> I like that one, Manny. That was great. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Um, parasite. 
Parasite, you were talking about oh, Training Day. Training Day. Have you seen Training Day? No. Interesting. I well, I want to, though. Training Day. It's one of my favorite movies. The Heat. I watched this essay. How, like... How camera work works in movies, right? And how... Look at you smiling. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I generally made this connection myself too. That's why it made me happy. But I, I got this from Training Day because in that movie, how the camera portrays is, is what the movie's telling you, right? Okay. Um, Parasite does that a lot. Not yes. only with its, <laughs> you know, like um, there's a lot of things, with, especially staircases. You know, the class system. Yeah, yes. You know. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, whenever they go into their house, they're always going up. They go into their house, they're going down. Yes. It is cool. Mm-hmm. I, bet, I bet a lot of people don't catch that. And I bet there's a lot. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this movie that I didn't. I know I didn't catch. Yes. But I wanna. I wanna watch a video, and then I. I. I want. This is the movie I want to rewatch. Yeah. It's, you will you will gain from rewatching it because there's a lot of like Easter eggs. Like there's a lot of things like um, you know I I I'm sorry if this is like kind of spoiling it for you because I don't know you might want to find it on your rewatch. But uh, the the lights like the you know how he does the lights whenever the Mr. Park or whatever the guy's name is like walks up the stairs. He does that in the beginning of the film before you know that he's down there. So when you rewatch the movie, you're going to pay attention to that. And like, you see it and you're like, Oh my God, he's doing the thing. Um, So that's like one quote unquote Easter egg maybe. Um, And, and the, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, go ahead. There's a lot to unpack. Yes. There's a lot to unpack. You know, at the start of the movie, when they're in their house, there's a stink bug in their house. Mm-hmm. And he flips the stink bug. Yeah. But he is the stink bug. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it that way. You never thought about it? No, I never thought about I it that way. He stinks. Now he's he's flicking a stink a stink bug. Now he's getting mad <laughs> that he stinks <laughs> to these people. It's interesting because the kid, right? The kid goes up to them and smells all of them yeah. and says they all smell the same mm-hmm. this is really interesting the kid is like they all smell the same they all smell the same the viewer and the characters take that as oh my god we all smell the same they probably made a connection that we're we know each other blah, 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 right right but in all actuality i the movie i feel like the movie saying the kid the kid is smelling them saying they all smell the same insane he doesn't he doesn't say they smell bad or anything right but just like from the this the elitist the elitist people the parents you know they when they tell them they stink right. but the kid the kid the kid probably learned the smelling thing from his dad right mm-hmm. his dad's probably like oh that smelling shit right so he probably got that from his father but right his youthfulness like uh saves him from not saying yo you stink Right, he's it's like he would say you stink, but it's not as in like you stink. You're below me because right. you are below me. Right. But the kid, the kids are saying they all smell the same. Blah blah blah. But when the parents say it, it's more like these guys fucking stink because they are fucking lower than me yeah. in life and yeah. and all types of things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I made that connection. I made a connection later at the end of the movie. Like I was like, 
Remember when the kid smelt them? But he didn't say shit. And then now it's like, especially at the end, we see what happens at the very end. It's like, he like he, he sees people dying. And he's like, he picks up the keys. He's like, ugh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's, you truly see, like, he sees these people, like, like really below him. It's not even about the smell. It's like, yeah. It's like, I think it's so like in his head as like they belong. I don't remember if this exactly what happened, but I remember like he like stepped over like the help, like, you know, the people that work for him in an attempt to, you know, get his keys like a like yeah. he holds it like a rich person, too. It's so it's it like I've really empathized with that. Continue. But yes, I made that connection with the kid. And that's another thing. The whole smell thing is just like. It's like a sense of power and class because mm-hmm. the dude even says on the couch, he's like, yeah, that fucking new driver we got, like, he, he smells of subway systems. Yeah, right. And, like, you already know those type, you know, you can just tell they see people who take the subway yeah. as, like, lower, mm-hmm. lower people. Right. He's like, yeah, he smells, a, uh, he doesn't cross the line, but he does fucking stink. And I, I love how, like, it's so, like, if you were in his shoes... It would, you would feel so bad, you know. The dads, yeah. The 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 poor dad. Yes. Yes. You feel so bad because he's getting he's getting roasted in front of his kids. Yeah. Bust like smelling bad, but he's like he's already been going through that, and now like he's getting flamed in front of his kids. Yeah. And then at the very end, I already knew, bro. I knew once the dude picked up the key, he was like, oh. Yeah. Like, why are you worried about smell at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it makes, no one would, like, see people, two people die, and, like, their kid is having a seizure, which they say it takes 15 minutes for him to, like, save his life, and right. he picks up the keys, like, oh, it smells like shit, like, exactly. no one does that, you know? Yeah, he is, so, his, his prejudice is so strong that it's, like, literally preventing him from saving his son, like, with, with yeah. urgency. And it, it's, it's insane. And then I already knew once he did that, I knew it was rapture. Yeah, I know. I knew it, was it builds up literally from the first scene in the movie from like the first, the dad is getting shit on from the first moment. Like the, the lady's like, Oh, you folded these boxes wrong. And then they look back at the dad and he's like, what, what? And I, I fucking empathize with the dad so much because sometimes when you're like poor like that and you're like struggling, you're doing your best. You're, you're trying, you're grinding. And sometimes at work, like, I don't know how it is for like you and your job, but sometimes at my job, like at the multiple jobs that I've had, I'll like fuck up, I'll do a thing and people will be like, yo, how could you like fuck that up? What's wrong with you? And it's like, I have, I have so much more shit going on, bro. Like, don't, don't like say that to me, but, but he has to take it, you know? And, and he, and he takes it the whole movie. People just walk all over him, even though technically based on how this system works in our society, we're all on the same level, quote unquote, right? But then people get to be like, you know, like, shut up. Like, you know, like he, I love when he's like mad and he's upset and he's like, you know, not very confident in himself and he's like really angry. And the dad's like talking to him. The dad, he's like, oh, we're wearing the Indian hats. And he's, and he just starts like a conversation because like, all right, well, he's talking to me. So I'll talk back. I'll, I won't be upset and be an asshole and I'll like engage in this conversation. And then he didn't even mean anything by what he said, but then I was like, Hey, just like, remember that like I'm fucking paying you to be here. So like, don't get on my nerves. And his, and he wasn't, he didn't even mean anything by like a comment he made 
And it's just like, I fucking empathize with that shit so much. And it makes sense when, when that final scene happens, you fucking get it. And it's saying something. <laughs> it has something to say. It's a message. There's a point. To it. Yeah. The movie has a lot to say. Um, another thing I, I, you pick up on is the rain. Like the mom, the rich mom says the rain is a, a blessing. Yeah. But then the rain like fucks up all the broke, the broke niggas. Yeah. It is, <laughs> you know, like her complete ignorance to like what they have to go through, what people with <laughs> without her power have to go through, you know, exactly. I like how the movie shows like, she's like, oh, the rain's a blessing. I get to go home to my million dollar mansion. Yeah. And, like, and then you, you see their fucking, their house like submerged. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, it's one of those movies like, like the rich people, they don't do, they don't do anything bad. And the, the poor people, I guess they do, but they really but don't. They right? do, they do bad things out of desperation because there's nothing else they can do. You know, like the, yeah. movie, the movie is... So it's understandable. Yeah, no it's understandable. Gonna, no gets, the viewer doesn't get mad at the poor people. Yeah. But, they, you know, the rich, the rich people, they don't do, through their lenses, they're not doing anything wrong, right? right. But through the lenses of the broke, the, the broke lenses... They're the like, most at fault is like the dad for being like discriminatory in a very passive way. But even mm-hmm. that is like not something that you as a viewer are like, you're evil. It's like, it's like, you know, you're closed minded, but you know, when he, when he dies, it's it. I don't know if saying it's sad is the right thing, but it's not a, it's, it's it's not as gratifying as like a bad guy dying at the end of an anime or something you know it's gratifying in a in a different more somber way mm. yeah uh, i like what you said about them not being bad guys yeah and like the the parasite the title it can mean for both ways like the the broke people are like being parasites to the rich people by leeching off them. Right. But the the, the rich people are like you can you, they can be seen as like being parasites to like all the, the the labor of the right of the yeah sucking uh, out their the life people. energy by by making them go through all this fucking work and you know do all this stuff and making them feel bad about themselves and make them lose their mind after a certain point. Right. So. I, I like the the title is interesting. Can be interpreted, uh, interpreted. What am I saying? How you say it? Interpreted. 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 Yes. Either way, and it's it's cool. Um, I I'll, I'll right after I finished the movie, I, I went to see their their Oscar, the Oscar thing, and he won best director, and best screenplay, best. and best picture. picture. Yeah. yeah, and best um, foreign film. Right. Um, and just like the crowd, the crowd makes me so happy because like when it was like the Irishman, yeah, nineteen seventeen, yeah, Parasite, yeah, <laughs> I I I love that. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because you know, especially for like foreign foreign people coming to like the Oscars, I, I already know this. You like, yeah, your movie has to be like three times better. Yeah, than the rest of them, and I love how the crowd showed like. The crowd knew what should have won, and mm-hmm. then they won, and it was yeah. like so, it felt so good. And then 
director was like, uh, I used to study Martin Scorsese back in like film school. And it's so cool how they're like both right there. And then both of their movies got nominated for Oscar like yeah. the same year. It's goaded. So it's he awesome. even says it. And then uh, uh, they gave Martin Scorsese like a stand ovation. Mm-hmm. That, that was cool as hell. And that just shows like, like right after I finished this movie, I like I saw videos about it. I, I looked up the the Oscars thing, but this, that's how I know I like movies like internally. Like when I do shit like that, when I when I finished Palm Poco and Poppy Hill, I just went straight on TikTok. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I I was like, I remember the things I want to talk about, but I was like, hopefully Ali will tell me some good shit. Yeah, know? yeah. But with a movie like this, like there's so much to say like what can't you say about this movie exactly like i feel like every scene like literally every scene there's something going on you know mm-hmm. there's something going on yeah and and even the um i was looking at this video about like the dad saying don't cross this line and there's a bunch of parts throughout the movie where, like, the camera is set up in a way where there's literally a line between the two, like, the rich and the poor. Oh. I thought that was cool as hell. That, yeah, like, really cool. I, I know there's one at the, at the start when they first get to the house and the, the rich mom is, like, sleeping outside mm-hmm. and the, the housekeeper wakes her up. There's literally, like, a line, like, with the right. window. There's a line right there, like. And, like, the, the housekeeper crossing the line wakes her up and then she quickly steps back outside the line. That's cool as hell. I would obviously you don't get that when you first watch it, right? Yeah. This is one of those things you would, you know, you rewatch and get. And I, I bet there's so many scenes like that, mm-hmm. and that that alone just makes me like rewatch, make me wanna, you know, rewatch the, the movie. Yeah. As someone um, who hasn't really looked up too many videos on this movie, but like, I have. This is the, my third time seeing it, and I have gotten like a lot more on the third watch, but just right. organically. Like, you know, not even really trying. And I love it. I'm, yeah, yeah I, it's, it's, I bought the Blu-ray. It's it's cool. So, um, the ending, I like, I love how the ending is. Yeah. You know, like it shows him, like, like it shows him buying the house. And oh, The Rock. Yes. The Rock. We got to talk about The Rock. I was waiting for you to get to it. Yeah, The Rock. Fucking, another cool thing. I wish I found, I wish, I wish I caught this, but I didn't. Um, I wish I got this shit. The Rock, when The Rock was in their house, when the house was um, uh, flooding, yes, The Rock rises to the top of the water, and that mm-hmm. says, the shit's hollow, right? But in that dream sequence of him buying the house, he puts The Rock in a river, and like The Rock sits at the bottom of the river. It doesn't come up, right? Oh. And like, and that was like this. I, I wish I found this. I wish I figured this out. But this this YouTuber, he was saying, um, that's like showing that he, this is an illusion or a dream sequence because the, the we know the rock is hollow, so it should have just right. lifted up, but it mm. didn't this time. Okay. But I guess I, that was like a way of the director telling you this isn't real. Well, right? yes, I I got that interpretation when I saw that shot as well of him putting it in the river, but I knew it wasn't real because the last place that the stone was was in the house when the guy threw it on his head and there's mm. no way they would give him the rock back <laughs> like there's no way he'd get right. it back so when i saw that i was like yeah this is fake yeah i didn't you you really i didn't make that connection well i 
I only made that connection on my third time watching. So I, right. I didn't make it um, the, the first time. So when you watched it the first time, did you not think it was a dream? Did you think it was real? I thought it was real. I thought it was real for a second. When I first watched it, I genuinely like thought it was was real. And it was another like Porco Rosso situation where like the third time I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did I even think that? Um, and it makes no sense, like with the themes of the movie. Like, of course, he doesn't. Of course, he doesn't just randomly like make money out of nowhere and like save his yeah. dad, you know? Um, yeah. So it. I think it's really cool. I love that the whole thing with the Scholar Stone. And that was the big thing that I understood on my third watch the whole thing with the stone and like you know he keeps saying like oh wow so metaphorical and the entire movie is metaphorical there are a lot of things where it's like telling you um things that the movie is like telling you through like imagery and through these things that aren't exactly the same as like the message but they convey the message so like you know the top down like you go down to class to the poor people and go up to the to the rich people like that in and of itself is a metaphor right and you could say that the scholar stone is a metaphor for their ambition to they when he gives them the scholar stone he's like this will bring you fortune so he's like ooh this is like a metaphor and then they do like get fortune through that but then uh then it's when they start failing it starts to put into question like what even is fortune like, are they still getting it? Are they not getting it? Because then he grabs it again and then they go back and then they do their thing again. And then the dude dies. And then I guess he loses the stone. And then I guess he stays poor. So maybe it's a metaphor, right? Good. Yeah. There's, there's, it's, I don't even fully understand it. Like, you know, it's, it's weird. Yeah. And you um, could, I'm sorry, but like, I'm only just now making this connection. When the evil, like, guy grabs the Scholar Stone and he, like, throws it on the dude's head and he he grabs the Scholar Stone and then he starts going up the stairs and he starts rising out of his, like, poorness and he starts, like, taking action, right? So, and that was while he had it in his hand. So, you could make that connection of, like, oh, because he was holding it, now it ties into the fact that he's taking action in his life to um to get out of like his uh poor nature and get fortune and then when they both lose it they both become poor again um so dude yeah. the, the movie the movies i was gonna say this first um i saw this i saw another i saw this post somewhere they're saying the daughter the daughter that died the poor daughter that died right yeah Again, I did not make this connection. I wish I did. Fucking, I remember when the dude, the main character, was up in the girl's room, the girl that he's tutoring, and he's like, do I fit in here, right? And he fucking doesn't, right? But you look at the, the sister, and she looks the part, especially what, what she's dressed with, and the mom even tells her, to, Yo, like, come outside, like, uh, hold this cake, whatever, right? And, like, she definitely looks the part, right? It's not, like, how everything looks on her, right? And even before, when they was all in their house, like, getting drunk, uh, the main character was like, you look, when I went upstairs and saw you in the bathtub, you look like you live here. Mm-hmm. You look, and then she was like, fuck off. He's like, nah, nah you, you look like you're used to this type of stuff, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's interesting, like, that this dude, he made the connection, like, that's why she died. 
And I was thinking about it. I was trying. I was really trying to wrap my head around it, but it. I forgot what he said. It made so much sense though. But he made that connection about like how everyone else, everyone else, like did not. Even the mom, like they're she's the dude's wrestling with the mom on top of her, like. But she manages to boom, like you know, counter him. But the daughter dies, and it's. It was super interesting when I was right, reading it. Right, because the, I, I, think, the... I think what it means is, like, the daughter um, in some... Maybe he's saying that, like, the daughter blended into the rich people, that, like, she suffered the same, like... Yeah. Uh, f- uh, she, she was targeted in the same way that they were targeted, right? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's... That's a very nuanced thing that requires a lot of thought. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I have to go find it again, but yeah. Another thing is the movie. The movie got me mad a lot too. Mad Ooh. in a good. Okay. Mad in a good. Not in a pop, poppy or okay. Pop Um. Because you know when they're in their house getting drunk and shit. I already knew something fucked up was gonna happen. I knew yeah. like this is the second half of the movie. It's all the dumb, fucked up shit starts happening. Yeah. And I'm just screaming at my, my phone on my last time. I was like, don't open the door. Don't open the door. Don't open the door. They open the door. Yeah. She goes downstairs. And I'm like, what is she doing, right? Yeah. And then when she was like, she told the other housekeeper, like, hey, you want to come with me? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought she, I thought she was fucked. I thought mm-hmm. she was just going to start, like, killing him. Mm-hmm. And you find the guy down there. And yeah. it's funny because uh, she was like... The old housewoman was like, come on, sis. And she was like, don't call me sis. And yeah. then, like, the second she got powered, yeah. and the, the, the girl was like, was she was like, sis. And she's like, don't call me sis, you fucking bitch. Like, I love the delivery of that line. Like, yeah. She, that's, so that's, good. yeah. I thought that was cool. And um, yeah. there's a whole bunch of times I was like, I was like, please, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, bro, um, one of the most stressful moments on my first watch and even on my third watch is like, when the boy goes down there to check um if the guy is like okay and then the guy like breaks out of his thing and you see that he's like free and then he runs up the stairs and the guy grabs his thing and like pulls him back i was like oh my like the way they film that it's like they don't like it's 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 filmed in a way where where the impact you're sold that this dude grabbed him and fucking yanked on that shit and like pulled him back, um, and it was it was very scary. Yeah, that whole scene, and then and then he gets his head slammed by the rock, and you think that dude's fucking dead. Yeah, but that's another thing because the rock is hollow. <laughs> but that's why he didn't get his head caved in, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. I never, yeah, I never guy. made that connection. Like what you're, the hollow yeah. thing is like, it's blowing my mind right now. <laughs> hey, he gets his head caved in, and then like he hits him again. I was like, fuck. Yeah, that like, sound effect is so misleading. <laughs> it's like the most gut wrenching, like, <laughs> like anime sound effect when he um, does it, and it's uh, I didn't really like that. I was like, dude, I was like, dude the fucking. The main character just fucking died. Yeah. Now it's like I was like everything's gone to shit now. Yeah, it's over. And then, and then fucking literally he's walking outside. I'm like fuck. And then I see the knife. I see the knives. 
I'm like, he's gonna grab the knife, and then he turns around, like, grabs the knife. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I I called. That. I was like, he's gonna grab it, and he yeah. did. I was like, he's running. Yeah, and I love how like he stands outside. He's standing there, bloody with a knife in his hand, but no one notices him. Yeah, it's like it's just like the class thing. Like mm-hmm. no one, they're, like no they're one all cares caught up in their own shit. You know, what's yeah, more like, important, the birthday boy. Yeah, yeah. and then he, he fucking. Yeah. Um. That shit was fucked. Yeah. And goes for the mom. That's that shit was so crazy. Like, it was it was all hell when he broke out, and then yeah. the dude just had to fucking. Ugh, I feel fucking like care. I'm like angry at the mom character, but I also feel for her. Like when like that dude comes up and you know, like all this shit happens to like her son and like the entire movie, she's like trying to like help him and stuff. It's like, she's blissfully ignorant, you know, she's, she's stupid in a way that like makes you mad at her, but she's, but she's, she doesn't harm any of the other characters in a direct enough way for you to hate her. So when like this dude is running around and her son like has another fucking seizure after her whole attempt to like make his birthday party like not have this happen and then like the ghost that he saw like being validated like in her in front of her it's like that i feel so bad for her and um in that moment you know uh so it's and i think that's intentional i think it's you're supposed to feel bad for the rich people and the poor people because you know the rich people are still human despite their prejudice and it's their ignorance is a result of the situation that we're in as human beings. It's uh it's an understandable ignorance. You yeah. Know? It's 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 a shame. It really is. And and it's it's portrayed well in this movie, you know? It's not a coincidence that it's you feel that way about like both parties. It's intentional and he put a lot of thought into into that aspect of it. Yeah. It it's a the movie's a great it's a good thriller mm-hmm. like that second half is just like bonkers anything goes anything yeah. goes like free for all <laughs> ah those basement people honestly if I was that if I was like those people I'm letting those guys I'm letting them down I'm sorry you're you're I would, you? I would I would I would throw food down there but like I'm not going down there bro oh yeah of course he was clutching on the rock going down there. I knew he was fucked, bro. Yeah. I was like, dude, honestly, you can just go fuck, go fuck the rich daughter <laughs> and be lit, bro. Yeah, exactly. Because they can never make that connection to to you, to be honest. But honestly, it is the right thing to do is to go, like, check on them and shit. But if they were dickheads and not checked on them, they would have been fine. It's the crazy thing. So. Yeah. Even if see the rich family went down there and found it, it would be very crazy. (laughs) I know. If you deny, 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 like, I don't think they can make that connection. I think that the reason why they went down is because it was very, at least my interpretation of like that whole scene was like, it was very last minute. They were all very stressed out. And yeah. these people downstairs that know about them and are like probably going to do some fuck shit is causing them a lot of anxiety. So 
I think they went down there because it's like, let's try and see if we can fix this like as soon as we can. I don't think they went down there yeah. out of the good of their hearts. I think they were still being selfish and they were like, okay, like we have to talk to them because they're not dead and they might be fucking scheming some shit. So let's make sure that, you know, yeah. And I, I like how I like how the the broke the broke people were fighting for like the rich people's like defense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when they're fighting for the phone and shit. Oh, yeah. That scene was amazing. I love when they do a flashback and they're playing a music in the context of like, oh, I put a record on the turntable and this is playing in the flashback. And then they sit on the table and then the song becomes the soundtrack over the film, not just a song playing in the scene. And the characters in the flashback look like to the the camera and then it cuts to their perspective cutting back to the present of the people running at them into the chair. And then the song continues playing as the phone like fly. That shit is like, that is godlike, Manny. That's like, that shit's amazing. That was good. Um, I love that song too. I listen to that shit all the time. I also like them when, because the, the old housekeeper was saying some facts. She was like, when she lived when she lived there, she, she was saying, like, she didn't, she wasn't scamming people, and, like, on her, when they left, right. she wasn't, like, drinking, getting drunk on their living room. She was just, like, like living there with her, her husband right. and shit. Yeah. Everything she was saying was straight facts. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the main characters was just, like, taking a huge advantage exactly of this incredible opportunity you know mm-hmm. when she was like and she like she meant she like meant the most of it um yeah and she was so like I, you, it makes you feel bad for her yeah and and you you should feel bad you know you should feel bad for for everybody um like everybody's kind of a dick but like not really and those are the best kinds of stories where everyone's right and everyone's wrong and this is one mm-hmm. of those movies um, you know, I, I feel so bad for her because I love that exchange. Like when she's explaining it, like, mm. you know, you believe her, you don't like, she's very clearly like not lying or pretending. I don't remember what she said or like what the mom said, but one of her responses, the delivery was like so genuine. Um, I don't remember, but it, yeah, great exchange. Yeah. That was, that was nice. Yeah, I remember she was like. Uh, when they left, me and my husband used to come up here and dance in the sunbeams. But you guys are just here getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I I love, I think I remember it. It was like, it was like, oh, come on, sis. Like, you understand. Like, she immediately knew that they were like finessing kind of. She was like, you know, well, actually, no, she didn't know that they were finessing. But she was like, oh, you know you understand the struggle. You're a housekeeper too. Like, why don't you cut me some slack and let me help my husband? And she, and you know, she's her character that she's playing. Her act is like, you know, I'm not poor. I'm part of like this elite, like membership service thing. And she's, and then her delivery is like, but, 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 but we're poor. Like, like understand like the situation. I, I love when like her delivery of that line, it's so genuine. And it's like, it's, it's so like, it shows that like she's trying to get this person to understand like like 
I, this I can't do anything about this. Like I I have to do it this way. Like please, bro. I know that you're rich and like you can't relate, but please like understand. But she does understand it. She just lied to her. She just lied mm. to her that she was rich. So that is like her her stutter is is um is something that she didn't have to do if the person was being genuine and honest. It was just great. I just I love that part. So good. There's mm -hmm. um. No, this this a lot of good shit. Yeah. And the movie doesn't get boring. It doesn't. Do you want to know why this won the Oscar? Even even the first parts are stuff good. Oh, the, the reason why I won the Oscar is because everyone likes it. Normies like it. Smarty, smarty, like you know, normal tryhards. Try exactly. And uh the the year before i don't think it was the year before i think it was maybe two years before parasite or maybe it was the year before parasite um uh there was another foreign film called roma and that was like very clearly the best movie but it's not it's only a movie for tryhards it's not a movie for like normal people and a lot of people did find it boring and then it lost and then, and then everyone was like what the fuck how could that movie lose so it, it goes to show the Oscars uh, biases, you know, um, yeah. and like people's, but that I think I, a big reason why this movie is popular is because it is very appealing, like to normal people, like a lot of normal mm. people will have fun with it. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. But um, it's very good in that sense. For sure. It's, a lot of people will like say they won't watch a movie just because it has subtitles. And this is one of those movies that people will watch despite having subtitles mm -hmm. and they'll still have fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy. I watched this movie. I'm happy you watched it too. I'm happy yeah. we got to talk about it. And, uh, I wish I need like a rewatch to bring up all its points, you know? Yeah. There's it's, so much. There's so much going on. I wasn't expecting you to know everything, and I don't even know everything, so it's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't don't feel don't feel bad about that. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. I also found out that the 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 ending the the ending song to the uh, the credit roll or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I'd seen somewhere that it is it's the main character singing. And it's one of the lyrics he says is um, he, that he got a, a labor job and that it would take like 500 years for him to like actually like buy the house. Wow. Yeah. But then he's he, at the end of the song, he's like, I'm going to keep trying, though. Yeah. That's yeah. cool because no English motherfucker is going to get that. Exactly. Exactly. I love that song. I listen. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, I think the soundtrack to this movie is like, I don't know if you took notice to it, but it was like one of the best soundtracks I've heard for any movie in a really long time. Uh, the score, you know, uh, I realized that like the main theme of this movie is like the belt of faith. That's like what it's called. And the character, the mom character in the movie, she's like, I only like to hire people, you know, that I get recommended this belt of faith. And then 
when she says that belt of faith starts playing in the in the soundtrack and during that is a montage sequence of the people that she's putting her faith in the belt of faith deceiving her like in an attempt to like get the other housekeeper out. and that's so per that entire scene that sequence manny is so good it's amazing it's like a 10 out of 10 scene um, where they get the peaches because it's funny too. It's really it's a funny movie Yeah Yeah, is it it's overall all in all It was amazing. Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. Um, yeah. very happy. I watched this shit I'm glad I hope that uh, You know if there's any other movies that you want to watch just let me know Manny because I love movies like and I and I love to talk about them whenever I get the opportunity to. Uh, I guess the next movie I really want to see is like Inception. I haven't seen Inception ever since it came out, so I would love to rewatch that. That would be a great discussion. <laughs> That's another movie like this where it's like you gotta watch, like you know, watching it more than once might be beneficial. So that would be cool. <laughs> I, I think that's that's the next movie on my radar. Nice. Um, but yeah. I know they built both of the houses for the movie. Really? Yeah. He said he needed control of the scene, so like he needed, he like thought about like where the rooms were, and it was like very important for like the shots that he had to do. Mm. And I thought that was very thoughtful and really cool. The main character, man, he was set. Yeah, you you could have smashed that girl and called it a day. <laughs> could he have? Why not? Because I mean, they're gonna how how long will the facade play out? You know, the dude is gonna come back from college, and and you know he is poor, and like those are his family. Like what? I think one of the messages of the film is that like, is no matter what these characters do they will always like be in this position like sure there's this situation that has happened where they lost a lot and they like one of them even died and you know one of them's like trapped in the basement so but i i think that if things didn't go poorly it wouldn't necessarily go well i don't think that anybody would have been uh quote unquote set like even if it was like the best case scenario i think that's the message of the movie it's like there's nothing that these guys can do this guy can't work to get to this point. Um, he can't finesse and like fuck the daughter. Cause when he does that, like they're gonna have to know his real name. They're gonna have to find out who he is, and you know. And that's why he's asking, like, do I fit in? You know, like, can I even? You know, hey man, maybe on a rewatch, you know. He should have smashed. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> he probably did smash him. We need it on camera. <laughs> uh yeah Curry's. it was um bro Curry's the scene the scene i'm sorry but the scene where he like he he first starts studying with her is fucking awesome where he's like don't skip questions like you know it's like a jungle you gotta you gotta slice through the questions and if you hesitate then i don't remember what he said but it was awesome and then he like felt her pulse and and she was like, oh, and the mom was like, oh, like, that was so like, good. That was so good, man. And then like when, when 
when he like starts getting feelings for her, she feels his pulse. And then she's like, the heart doesn't lie. Like, I, ah, it's so good. That was such a good scene. I think after watching this movie in Squid Game, I think I'm into Koreans. <laughs> the guy who did the soundtrack for this movie is the same guy who did the soundtrack for Squid Game. Yeah. Korean movies are good. This guy has done other movies that are good. Like the same director. His, uh, man. His, the main character's sister. Oh my god. Yeah, um, she was attracted. Yeah, people people were talking about the girl from Squid Game. I'm like, bro, do we forget Parasite? <laughs> I like I don't know. Maybe I just have different tastes. Um Yeah. I love I think she's very attractive. I love that her death scene, like like when they go to her like funeral. I love how she's like a urn, like a. I mean, is that what you call it? What do you? I don't know. The thing that you get cremated in, she's like in like a little pot, and it's on like a shelf in a place that's getting like vacuumed as they're like mourning her like ashes. It's like it's so. I it makes me like tear up like sitting here thinking about that scene. That's so sad, and that shot is like so depressing. It's. It is very sad. Yeah. Because they don't they don't have enough for like a proper funeral. Yeah. You know, and I it, wish Go ahead. The movie doesn't need it, but I wish like when they go to court you see like the the rich family's like reaction. Of them in court. I, I, no no not of them in court, but like I wish it was like say on the blue ray the, the blu ray, there was like extra like an extra scene where like the the rich family reacts to them getting like scammed and like everything mm. they finding out everything that like yeah. i'm saying that doesn't need to be in a movie i just wish like right i i kind of interpreted that as like we have gone through so much we don't even give a fuck like the fact that they moved out of the house well i don't did they ever confirm that they moved out of the house they did they did yeah so the fact that they moved out of the house and the fact that they weren't explicitly shown at like the court scene showed me that like they just tried to move on from that. Regardless, I'm saying like the girl, the girl that the rich daughter that she liked the main character. I like, right, I wish right. I saw her reaction. That, yeah, that would have been interesting. Because she was like, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, there are some things that I noticed on this watch that made me uh, kind of dislike the movie a mm. little bit, a teensy bit. Um, the movie is so meticulous and so thoughtful in so many ways, and there were just very tiny ride your waves. Uh, in this movie. Um, and it it kind of took away from me. And I know that it's being nitpicky, but like this is a movie that wants you to watch it like multiple times. So if I watch it multiple times and I notice things that are bad, then it kind of invalidates the things that you put thought into when you don't put equal amount of thought into like everything. You know what I mean? So there's one scene, like in the ending scene where the guy like goes into the garage the reason why he went into the garage was because of the camera that uh, the housekeeper cut 
uh, earlier in the movie. And then in the in this in the, like the TV broadcaster, like the police checked the cameras and they didn't see anybody walk away from the thing. Um, we know that he went down these stairs, but we don't know like what direction he went in because he went in the garage and the camera next to the garage was fucked up. But if you check the cameras, wouldn't you check that camera and wouldn't you see that it was cut and it was broken and that maybe he went into the garage and it's just like, huh, on the third, on the first viewing, it's not that bad. It's not that big of a deal on the third viewing. It's still not the end of the world, but it does kind of, it feels like a, like a silly thing to have in this script that has so is so ironclad in so many spots, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. it, uh, it, you, you know, there's a little bit of scratch in the paint there, you know, it's, it's a bummer because it's, it was, uh, it was shiny and pristine for a little while. That's like one thing. I think I noticed other things, but also like the movie insinuates like, Oh, and I know it's a dream sequence, so maybe you could argue that like this is part of the dream sequence being stupid and like unrealistic, but he's writing a message to his dad in the dream sequence in Morse code. Like he's writing Morse code to his dad. Like I'm like, here's, and he's like narrating that scene. Like, Oh, this is the message I'm going to like, I'm giving to my dad. Like dad, I'm going to get rich. I'm going to da 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 da. And it's like, how are you going to send that to him? He can talk to you through the lights, but like, how are you gonna talk to him? Did he 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 wrote it in Morse Morse code? He or did he or did he write what he was saying in Morse code? Both. He wrote what the dad was saying, and then he continued to write on a new page. The way the scene was conveyed made it seem like he was writing his own message that he was narrating. He wrote on a new page the dad's the message that he was gonna send to the dad. But how would he send that? And maybe because it's a dream, you're supposed to be like, oh, it doesn't make sense because it's a dream. And that's part of like the realization to the audience, like, oh, none of this makes sense. But like in the context of a dream, like it's still fucking stupid. It's like the Scholar Stone makes sense because it connects to the character. And even though he doesn't have it, it's like related to his emotions. But like that just logically doesn't make any sense. And it's kind of a ride your wave. And it like kind of. <laughs> kind of messes up the scene for me a little bit, but yeah. Those were two things. And uh, I know it seems minor, but like when the rest of the movie is about being like super specific and like, oh, look at this tiny thing and look at how this connects to this. It's, it feels like really silly, like a really silly mistake since everything is so like thoughtful, you know? And, um, I mean, that's all I noticed. I didn't notice anything else, like, too bad. Also, oh, also another thing that, like, I cannot stand while watching this movie is all the driving scenes when the dude is, like, I know this seems minor, but when the dude, when the, when the dad character keeps looking behind him to, like, talk to the guy and knowing that he gets reprimanded later on in the movie, it's even worse. But even if that didn't happen... No one would look behind them that much when you're driving, especially when you're trying to pretend like you're a godlike driver and you're so good. Like no one would look back that much. And as someone who drives all the time, like I'm a delivery driver, like I deliver pizza and shit. I would never do that. 
you know? So like it, it breaks the immersion for me when I see him do it because it shows me that the care that the actor is not really driving a car. They're in like a prop car and the outside is like really good green screen. And it also is really telling. And it makes me think about the camera and like, how is the camera so still in this shot? Oh, that's right. They're not actually on a road. It's stationary and they're in like a car and the rest is like visual effects. And it really like breaks all those scenes for me. And it's so it's kind of annoying watching all those scenes like after the fact. But that's just me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's annoying on the third viewing. It's and, uh, you know. But the movie, the movie wants to be watched multiple times, so like it's bad. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, but like I appreciated everything you had to say about it. The main thing that I took away this on this viewing was the Scholar Stone. I never put that much thought into it before, but like it really resonated with me this time. It really seemed to like tie the entire movie together. Um, I love what the dad says, like when they're in the homeless shelter, and he's like. Yo, dad, what's your plan? And the dad was like, the best plan is a is like no plan. So you don't get disappointed or something. I love that. <clears throat> I connected with the dad so much. I literally like go through that on a daily basis because, you know, I'm I'm struggling. I'm trying to make bread. And people yell at me all the time at work. Yeah, I love this movie. It, me it means a lot to me. It's not just like a fun movie. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to say that there like there are some goofy ass moments in this movie, like the dream sequence with the uh, the rich kid, where it's like, oh, he's eating the cake, and then he sees a ghost, but the ghost is like the dude that he saw, like coming out. That feels. <laughs> I'm, I'm just watching JoJo, and it feels like some shit screwed out of JoJo. Like I feel you could you could put like the JoJo like signs yeah, and like the no. sound, yeah, the sound effect on it, and it would, it would be right at home. Um, I'm realizing that JoJo is like has a lot of like horror elements, like intentionally, like it is trying to be a scary thing at times, and. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like that exact scene has been in Jojo in some facet. Like, so I just thought that was really cool. And it's one of the things that not to tie it to Jojo, but like, it's like, it's what makes Jojo so appealing. It's so over the top and crazy, but you're sold on it. And it's like, this is one of those things where it's like over the top and goofy and kind of weird. And it like, it doesn't feel right for this movie, but it, it does. And it like, it works somehow. And you know, it's silly, but like you're sold. So yeah, I loved it. I'm going to peruse my notes a little bit, but I don't know if there's anything else I got. I love the scene where like he's conspiring with the, uh, the rich, like uh woman um, to like fire the housekeeper. And then like, he goes to shake her hand, but she's like, she wasn't even thinking about, like, I love the scene where he like tries to shake her hand, but she, wasn't even thinking about shaking his hand. And then when she does go to shake his hand, it's like reluctantly because like he engaged in the handshake. And I thought that was really cool about like the dichotomy between like the rich people and the poor people. Um, and she was like, did you even, did you wash your hand? Yeah. Right. And he like, he like looked up. I thought that shit was hilarious. Uh, after all that about like, Oh, 
you know, I'm doing this for sanitation. The movie was funny as fuck, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I loved it. I love this movie. I'm glad you watched it. Uh, ratings? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it an eight. An eight. I agree. I'm also going to give it an eight. I gave it a nine at first, but I'm bumping it down to an eight after the things I noticed on this viewing. I still love it, but it's an eight now. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Really good. Good. Yeah. Good. And now, now I'm, I'm interested in Tenet and Inception. Yeah. Um, maybe those can be after the Ghibli joints or if you would like to do it like next episode, like I don't really care. Um, whenever you want, I would gladly yeah. rewatch both of those movies. I enjoyed Tenet a lot and I want to watch Tenet again. I'm going to, I'll say we push for yeah. Ertz and Airway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Earthsy. <laughs> by fa uh, Earth Earthsy. 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 I might just keep calling it that out of disrespect. <laughs> yeah, I um I don't know when I'm gonna finish part four, but maybe that can be like the third section of that whenever I finish it. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And then Friday and Saturday I have work. So I don't know if I'm going to finish it by Saturday. Mm -hmm. And if I really power through, because part four is shorter than I thought. Um, so definitely, hopefully, uh, Tuesday at the latest is when I will have it done. So maybe, I don't know. T talk to me about your schedule right now. Like, how's your schedule looking? It's gonna go back to normal. It's because okay. uh, this whole the, the whole Thanksgiving thing just shifted up the the schedules. But next week I'm going back to working the normal schedule. Yeah. Okay. So Tuesday, could you do like a Monday or a Tuesday? You know. Yeah. Do you? So is it okay if I just call you, or I tell you like I finished JoJo? Now we can talk. Like after you watch Earthsea and Earwig, or would you rather just call as soon as? You finish Earthsea and Earwig. Uh, if we're both done with the movies, we can call. Okay. Alrighty. It'll be the shortest call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> Get it out of the way. Alrighty. It will be a short call. Oh, I just got my Blu-ray for Sword of the Stranger, so we can watch that whenever you want. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Sword yeah. of the Stranger. Mm -hmm. Not a first, the first non-Ghibli since Rise Your Wave. Yeah, the first non-Ghibli anime movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. All right. Rise Your Wave and Webbing. We did those on the same day, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, whatchamacallit? What was I going to say? Yeah, you said Sword of the Stranger is one you want to watch. Are there any other ones like in the back of your mind? 
that you want. I have a lot of ideas for like movies that we can watch. Have you seen the Trigun movie? No. I I would love to watch that. Yeah, that sounds good. I like um, to watch. There's a lot of things. Yeah. There's a lot of things. I guess that's the good thing. Mm-hmm. This will go on forever. And ever. We're going to finish ever. every single movie. <laughs> ever made. Yeah. Did we talk about Mugen Train? That was the first thing we talked about. Castlevania was, wasn't it? We talked about Mugen Train before Castlevania. I talked about Mugen Train before I made my video with you. Mm. I remember that. I remember you telling me. I knew that we were on the same level when I asked you, like, what did you think? And you said, it was kind of boring. And I, I will never forget those words going out of your mouth because I was like, I found him. I found someone that I could talk about movies with. Because that's when I was like, yeah, because I went to the movies with like, like Ema and Kevin and Lewis and everyone was like, dude, that was awesome. And I was like, mm. <laughs> uh -huh. so, yeah. And then I remember I explained to you like why the movie was boring. And then you were like, yeah, yeah, that shit was boring. I remember that. Dude, the movie... It's not that good to be honest compared i'm i'm really excited to watch i'm gonna watch the seven episode anime and see how it compares to the movie because it's gonna do you know about that like demon yeah. slayer like yeah i'm it's gonna like it was like dragon ball mm -hmm. it reanimated yeah but it it feels like it should have been in the anime form and not the movie form it feels like it would work better in anime format than movie format it does and uh but the movie is so successful, so I'm happy for him. I'm happy that even though the movie was like mid, I'm happy that like it made people watch Demon Slayer and it like makes people uh, go to go out to theaters and have fun. Like that in and of itself is cool, you know. And like seeing the whole thing with Ren Goku in theaters, despite not loving the movie, I thought that was very fun. I love like that. That's the standard now for like anime movie endings. I feel like ever since um, Endgame, everybody's just trying to chase that high of like the crazy batshit ending that you weren't expecting, you know? Mm. Yeah, and that's and that's one of them. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Both the My Hero movies, the first two, are better than that Demon Slayer movie. In my opinion. I didn't watch the first one. The first one's the best one. They actually yeah. feel like movies. That Demon Slayer movie feels like an episode of the anime, and not in a good way. Yeah. Um, it was so boring. Yeah. And like Half of it the, was a flashback. Was, I tell everyone. Everyone I tell always agrees with me. I was like, that was their chance to give everyone else a little backstory. And they were in the dream sequence, but they kept the same running joke over. Yeah. We still don't know anything about Inosuke or uh, uh, Electric Guy. 
they have backstories. They they're the electric guy got a whole backstory about his like grandpa teaching him about the the thing. I know that's not a lot, but that's sure. all I really need. No. <laughs> I understand. No. We need um I didn't I don't know, I wasn't fishing for a backstory during that scene. It would have been cool, something. but it, yeah, something. It needed to be a action-packed scene. You know when you're watching... Like, no, the thing is, regardless of the dreams, because like you have the main character going through this tragic, his tragic past, his little backstory, and you fucking jump, you jump to his story. It's just like Tim chasing after the girl. And those cases fucking off. It's like, I don't know, it felt so weird to me. It, it, like, the movie got so serious. We're going to the part where fucking... Chandra's family fucking dies. Right. And right. here comes Inoki. <laughs> like, I know. And it feels I, I like... like fuck. Yeah. I think that... And it, like, Chandra's shit was so sad. Like, it was, it was so sad. Mm-hmm. It was like him seeing his family and him, like, not wanting to go and shit like that. Yeah. And it's just, like, juxtaposed to... What, what's the little girl's name? Nezuko? The girl with the... Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I, I thought it was like, I thought it was ass, and now it's a really dog shit. Now I really think about it. <laughs> my issue is that, that is, yeah, that is bad. Um, my issue is just how much time they spend on it, though. I wouldn't <laughs> care so much if it wasn't half of the movie. If it was like one, like ten minute, five minute scene, it wouldn't <laughs> be that big of a deal. But it's like the whole movie. They, they, you know, it really is sad because they focus on it being sad. And it's like, dude, I get it. I watched the show. I'm just tired. I just don't like the anime do this shit. Like the same reoccurring joke. It's so Sometimes it works. You got to use it correctly. I don't have an issue with anime doing it. They just, they just don't. They use it inappropriately. Like... They think you'll laugh so fucking hard, so they make it like the center stage of like the the movie for like five minutes. Like, look, he's doing his thing. He's doing his joke, and it's like, oh, you're supposed to do it passively in the background. So it's like this, like one little thing, you know. I have, or, a, I, have a, I have a big problem with anime doing shit like that. It's like we don't. JoJo isn't funny because they do the reoccurring things. Really. To me, like, it um, it's like Porco. Like the only thing that reoccurred was "You're a pig," but it was the context was different in every joke. Yeah, but in anime, it's like I tripped and fell and grabbed their tits, mm-hmm. laughed. Yeah, and that's that's where like mid ass anime. Some high high tier anime do the same thing, but in a different way. And I'm not a fan. I would have to look at my list to like remember shows to do it, but I can't think of any. Fucking, it's just like my hero, that one, the 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 I mean, glue guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like we get it, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's it wasn't to me. It wasn't funny, and it will never be funny. So it gets very annoying for me. Right. If you find it funny, I guess it's great for you. But it's it it does get repetitive, and for me, like it's not that I don't inherently find that funny. I do think it's funny, but like, I'm not going to find it funny if you like spam it, you know, 
Um, and they don't spam it in My Hero. Like, Mineta's barely in the show, and when he is in the show, I feel like... Actually, no, in the show, he kind of does it a lot. But, um... Whenever he pops up, it's, like, something about it. Yeah. He's barely in the show, but when he is, it's... Actually, something. I take that back. They do whenever they do spam it whenever he is on screen and the context isn't different in the context i'm just the last my hero related thing i consumed was the movie and in the movie it's like the movie goes on so long without mineta doing it and mineta is like one of the main characters so that when it does happen it's like Oh, he did the thing and it's been like an hour haha <laughs> i remember that <laughs> so it it depends on how you use it. If you use it sparingly, it's fine. You know, I feel like Dragon Ball does that, and I feel like it's. it's to me, the whole thing about Goku being stupid, though, like that's what you're talking about, right? I feel like Vegeta being like a dick, like you know, it's very reoccurring. It happens all the time. I mean, but Bakugo does the same thing. I don't. Maybe that's, that's just, too that's broad. In their I don't think yeah. that's that's even funny. That's right? It's like, not like it's not like one joke. What's like nah, one like joke? Vegeta, if Vegeta's not doing that, then it's like, what? like that. Yeah, that well, is, you know what I mean? Right. That's his character, right? And it's it, it makes it even better when like the thing with Dragon Ball is like Vegeta's like that, but in scenes where he he like when they're like supposed to transform. And he's right. like, I'm not doing that shit. Right. He's like, pouting. He's like, I'm, that's the funny part. Right. They're that's taking, they're taking his character and they're making a joke out of the context of who he is. That's why I love the Frieza joke so much because it's so Frieza, but it's like something that you've never heard before. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, you're right. And I prefer that. I prefer when right. they do that. I don't hate the anime thing, but it is worse. And I agree. I think JoJo is pretty funny though, because I don't think JoJo does the reoccurring joke too much. They do you don't, feel it? But okay. JoJo's very funny, and they don't do the reoccurring thing. Yeah. Okay. It's I thought like, you said they it's did. It's not like Joseph. Joseph in part three is not like, oh no, like he does it like a few times. He does it like I a thought, handful of times. Okay, I I must have misheard you the first time because I thought you said you don't find JoJo funny because they oh, do that. No, no. Okay. Because when you said that, I immediately thought of Joseph, and he go, oh my god, like, whenever he says it, it's fucking it's, it's it is funny, but it's, it's like it's like episodes apart yes, they, they use it sparingly they use yeah. it like, you know, like once that's, every that's five episodes saying, Look, he's, doing, he's doing the thing, you know? yeah, he's doing the thing yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it's even good, it's even better in Vegeta, with Vegeta's thing, cause like yeah. we've we seen him, like, try not to do, like, power fusion right. mm -hmm. and then we seen that years ago, and now they brought it back to Broly. Right. right, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. And like Trigun's funny, but I don't think he reoccurs anything. Trigun Vash is naturally funny. Yeah. Fucking Porco's hilarious. Mhm. Mm yeah. the The type of comedy is the type of like Broly comedy. Like that's that's how you do it. You're right. That was good. That was a good little little uh tangent. Yeah. Comedy and anime is is bad. It's pretty egregious in One Piece. Like I know you want to watch One Piece, but I I'll be surprised if you can get through it to be honest. In anime form at least. Yeah. You got to have a That's tolerance for that. 
that's gonna be something. Yeah. I just wanna I wanna see if I can just find some more examples. Take a time. Casmine has a lot of snark they have a lot of snarky comments. Yeah, Castlevania is like technically so, not an anime. Like it is an yeah. anime, but it's written by like people who write TV shows and not manga. So like, you know, Castlevania is like a tier above most things in terms of its writing. Uh, at least in terms of anime, you know, it's not like shown in writing. So yes, Castlevania is pretty funny. Space Dandy's funny. Oh yeah, Space Dandy's like so much more thought. Space Dandy is a if you're going to be a comedy focused anime, you 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 can't do like pervy like Sanji Mineta like kind of jokes. And it, the thing is, Dandy he is a perv, but it's only when they're in the the titties restaurant. Mm-hmm. When they're outside of that, that the episode is doing its thing, and the stories the. It's not like it's a comedy first. Like those stories, is, I need awesome. to rewatch Space Dandy. I'm th- when I think of Space Dandy, I think it as one of the best shows I've watched. Me too. But on my on my list, it's like I gave it an eight point six. I think if I, re- I think if I rewatch it, it would be like in okay. the top fifteen. It would be like I, top, it's not already in your top fifty. Top fifteen. Okay. Okay. I think if I it would be up then. When I like it's like when I think. A space dandy i think of like pure greatness <laughs> when i when i was in high school i i considered it in my top 10 but i don't know my opinions on my top 10 in high school don't really hold that much weight now right so like i want to rewatch dandy and you know you're talking about like the joke where dandy is a perv and one of the best jokes in the entire series is like in the final scene where he's like gonna die because he's like going in the ship and like flying into the i don't remember what was going on but he was like flying towards something and he's in the aloha i think and then he's like about to die or he's like about to give up and then he sees the camera and it shows all of his friends and it's like oh my god the memory of his friends is gonna like motivate him to beat this and then he sees um honey what's the character the female character he sees her panties and he's like great that was so fucking good uh you know that's a good that's a good way of doing that because they never did that before so it's like it's subversive and it's like the final scene (laughs) dandy's great man and dandy's one of those shows where like it's made by a different director like each episode so like one of them was directed by masaki yuasa like some of them were by Shinichiro Watanabe. Some were by Mamoru Hosoda. So it's like you're getting a little flavor of like all these classic like creators. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm bringing back to Trigun because Trigun is like perfect where it's like it's trying not to be funny in the wrong times or like the wrong spots. Yeah. Trigun, especially in the second half, the show gets really deep. The show gets really deep. It doesn't like these these deep moments just doesn't get interrupted by like Not foolishness. Uh Trigun Trigun's really good with that. And Shamrai Shampoo, especially later later on in Shamrai Shampoo Shamrai Shampoo is funny. It's probably didn't bring that up. But especially later on. Like yeah, they tone they, it down. The shit, they, they tone it down because the shit gets serious. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of shows just can't do that. 
It's so easy. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like, how the fuck? Like, just stop telling jokes, goddammit. Like, just shut up and, and tell your fucking story. Like, how the fuck do you manage to do that? How do you, like, how, you just can't hold back, like, we should say a joke right now. Like, no, shut up. Like, <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah. Trigun's good with that, though. Yeah. Especially, yeah. like, whenever you see knives, mm -hmm. like, you just know, like, the show's not going to, like, try and be funny with knives. Mm -hmm. And, um, I need to rewatch Trigun. Yeah. I need to rewatch Space Dandy. I need to rewatch Space Dandy, Trigun, and Samurai Champloo, man. I uh, I don't remember like those shows at all. Bebop was such a, it was, oh my, such an experience, bro. Because like, I did not understand. I I was a fucking idiot in high school. I I did not understand that series for what its greatness was, mm -hmm. and. It truly, I, I, I don't give it a 10 just because you give it a 10. Like, I really do think that's, like, one of the best shows ever made. Do, do you remember those, like, in-between, like, commercials or whatever? Um, there's, like, this, this, uh, this, like, title card or whatever you call it where it's, like, you know, the anime. I don't remember what it said, but, like, the thing that would create a new genre was called, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's such a flex bro like yeah the and thing it kind of is cowboy cowboy bebop that is that is so cool that's <laughs> such a flex like one thing i love about bebop is that it knows it's the shit it knows it's better than half these shows on the block and and it's willing to flex those muscles Bebop is a masterpiece. It is. Yeah, I need to I need to rewatch. Which makes the live action so much more. Do you have you like touched it at all? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You can check it out and you can tell me what you think. Yeah. <sighs> oh. Yeah. This. This concludes the episode because I gotta. I want to go to sleep earlier. Yeah, because usually we stay up to like three, four, five. I know. <laughs> and I'm I'm so down to do that, depending on how much shit we watch and how good things are. But today I gotta. I should got. I gotta wake up early. Yeah, Thanks. it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, gotta, but gotta man, I can't wait till I watch the next morning. <laughs> well. Before we go real quick, can we check the um the Studio Ghibli like uh catalog again? Um, yeah, I got it right here. Okay. We what? got Earwig, Kiki's, Ponyo, Artsy, Princess Kaguya, Castle in the Sky for me, The Wind Rises, which you're holding off only yesterday, Yamadas, and Fireflies. That's it? Yeah. That's crazy. I remember when we first started, dude. Yeah. I, I was telling myself, I'm gonna watch all these movies. I'm, I'm yeah. Wow, that's it. Oh, you forgot Kaguya. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. I just said princess. 
Princess Kaguya. I'm, I'm, and I, I like how after we get through the Goros, I'm like excited for all these movies. Yeah, I have positive memories of all the ones that I have seen that we haven't watched yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm, bro, oh, I'm excited. <sighs> like the, only yesterday, I'm super excited, bro. After watching, after watching Pom Poco, like I'm excited for his movies. I'm excited for Takahata movies. He's so different than Miyazaki. He's nothing like him. He doesn't even try to copy him. You know. I feel like Goro is trying to copy Miyazaki sometimes. Takahata is such a weirdo. <laughs> All of his movies have such weird art styles, except for Only Yesterday. But, um, and I guess Grave of the Fireflies. But like. I don't know. Pompoko's got raccoons and shit that change their art style when they get hit. Yamada's is like watercolor and mm-hmm. Kaguya is like pencil. Yeah. I'm really excited for Princess Kaguya. You should be. Cast in the Sky. You said it's your favorite, so I'm excited. Yeah. The Wind Rises. Excited. I'm excited for Kiki's. that too. I'm excited for Kiki's. I, I I can't wait to be able to say I've watched all Ghibli. Yeah, I know. And I'll tell you which ones are ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> From Up on Poppy Hill is the worst one. Honestly, I'll just tell people I can't wait for the tier list when we when we finish all of them. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that'll be fun. You think Kiki's is better than the Cavatari? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really oh man, I'm really excited. Me too. Get through the Goros, then it's I need to rewatch I want our last episode to be the wind rises. Grave of Fireflies. Yeah, me too. And I guess it can be Castle in the Sky. Yeah. That's going to be the big three. The big three. Castle in the Sky, uh, Wind Rises, and yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> That's going to oh. be a good episode. It's going to be so I'm going to take episode. extensive notes. Yeah. One movie's going to take a five-hour talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope it does. Um, yeah, that, that that's going to be so fun. I'm oh, so yeah. excited. Thank you for doing this with me. These are very – I look forward to these every single time we do them. Trust um, me, I do too. This is awesome. Yeah, this is great. All right, mm-hmm. we got normal life to attend to, so I guess wow. I'll – We'll depart. <laughs> Hopefully, Tales of Earth Sea will put me in a, a good like fantasy realm. I can <laughs> bring myself into. You know? Yeah, let's hope we'll so. See. Let's hope so. All right, Manny. Um, I'm gonna go. Thank you. All right, bro. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I am very thankful for your <laughs> existence. Thank you for being my friend. All right, bro. All right. See ya. Thank you, bro. Yeah. See you later, bro. Yeah, see labor. Yeah, see labor. Yeah, see labor. Yeah, see labor. Yeah, see labor.
Yeah, see you later, bro. 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 Yeah, see you later, bro.